It is ebb and flow, tidal gravity. It is ecological balance. You are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and imane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. Petrodollars, electrodollars, multidollars, Reichmarks, rims, rubles, pounds, and shekels. It is the international system of currency which determines the totality of life on this planet. That is the natural order of things today. That is the atomic and subatomic and galactic structure of things today. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Almost positive is meant for an adult audience. Almost positive may contain sexually oriented content. Politically oriented content. And unethically oriented content. Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Almost Positive with Van Rollington and Sir Rollington. That's the real spooky shit right there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, so today, today we got, today we have nobody here. Today we're really respecting, we're respecting the, the, the CDC World Health Organization guidelines for the last fucking, like, month we've we've been packing like six people into the fucking kitchen having podcasts getting it's drunk. very barren yeah we take risks uh. to, a, to a certain extent you know <laughs> but uh so today we got fucking uh we got a few people so we got the fucking the skinwalker tapes the the stars i'm gonna just say that you guys are the main stars sounds good brother <laughs> gang yeah i'll consult my lawyer yeah talk to them you know and, and, and uh, see what i can go with so that's that's our our long you know recurring fucking uh part partner here Klaus who's been on a few times, and uh, for the first time we have fucking Yakov. How do you say your last name? Oh, uh, there ain't no last name. I'm Yakov alive for all intents and purposes. Uh, please do not leave dead skinwalkers in my bathroom ever again. All right. You know, it's funny because uh, Van likes to take shit in people's, like, the side of their toilets and leave them there. Yeah. I was leaving upper deckers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because. No, it's got to be behind the toilet underneath yeah. the water. Where they can't uh, find oh. it. Reservoir. Also, oh, not even in the top <laughs> reservoir. Okay. No, no, no. You can't find it. It's like uh, it's like putting a dead rat in someone's air conditioner in their car. It's one of those. But uh, it was. They did find a turd, and it was. What, like a quarter of its original size when they found it? It was like three months old already. Yeah. 
But anyway, that was uh, in his uh, youth. We're we're better people now. And Yo, since we're talking about nasty shits, I I've been eating these blue takis. You ever see these? Oh my God, <laughs> they're fucking. No. They're blue. They're colored blue. It looked like they got Kool Aid powder all over them. Not no. even regular. They're fucking blazing hot. No, I wouldn't. I don't even think I've seen the blue. Uh, those, was it blue corn? Uh, is that what it's made out of? The it's just blue powder, man. <laughs> it's unforgiving. Yeah, no, nah, that well, that's not. We don't condone takis here. Did your feces don't re- come don't out blue? It. Yeah, did it come out? Did your shit come out blue or green? It was green. It was green. So it's like a surprise at the end. It's like color changing. Yeah, like a gobstopper in that way. That happened to me one time when I ate a whole box of Captain Crunch berries. Uh, <laughs> your shit turns out green. It's fucking wild. It's so great. That's what happens when you get those uh, ocean waters from Sonic. We should do like a spooky shit, you know, like where we bit. eat shit and then shit. Yeah, just, on the show. Yeah, like Dude. all the all the things that'll turn your shit green. That's based right there. One time, <laughs> I walked into my bathroom and there was poop in the toilet, but I didn't poop. I was constipated. Wow, mm, that's crazy. That is. Yeah. I think a ghost did it. Yeah. <laughs> You could you could do like a like eat a box of Captain Crunch and uh, chug like two cans of corn, and see how that looks the next day. <laughs> but anyway, come on, we're a highbrow show, guys. So we we do have a spooky episode, and we're also going to be joined by um, Dottie Spartans, who is someone uh, I came across yesterday in the wild abyss of podcast groups that I'm in. Uh, they were talking about spooky shit, and uh, he's got a. That he's got a podcast called fucking I Spit in Your Mouth podcast. <laughs> it's called uh, I Spit in Your Mouth and Ooky Spooky podcast. <laughs> and I, I was, I was like, I cannot not invite that person. And uh, we might have our friend Emma, our our local Chicago witch. Uh, it's tentative, but she's gonna come on. So we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get into cryptids. We're gonna get into fucking spooky life. We're gonna get into Halloween, Dia de los Muertos, fucking. Uh, the horoscope thing again sex cults amy barrett you know who apparently is a horror story for some people mm-hmm. they're scared some people are spooked and monkeys fucking thailand bro has a, a, a gaggle of slave monkeys no this is a professional idea this is not controversial <laughs> i mean if you're from thailand it's not they have a purpose but they're not the sex slave monkeys are they they're not well I hope they're not sex monkeys. Those are orangutans, I think, which I don't know if that's better or worse, really. Yeah, no, these that were... going to be deviant. These, these are the little skinny Pirates of the Caribbean monkeys. Oh, Jesus. That's fun. They you got, can have them, like, reenact the Civil War. Oh, that'd be hell great. yeah. Yeah, that'd be, be awesome. Great. That's based. But, uh, but yeah, so, so fucking Network, that movie, it came out in the 70s, man. And it, and it is... That's a fucking horror story right there because I've watched that movie... A bunch of times. Have any of you guys watched it? I think I've, I've heard him use it as sound clips on Alex Jones' show. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen the one scene where it's get mad as hell. That whole thing. Yeah, everybody's seen that. So mm-hmm. I recommend watching it because it's fucking 1984-esque and it's you know prophetic fucking message of shit's not gonna work out very well. We're just gonna let everybody know, and you guys aren't gonna do shit. Yeah. Um. So I was on Messenger, and uh, the reason this came up, I was on Messenger, and I had sent my, no, my buddy sent us, uh, actually, Leo, our Trump, our QAnon fucking Trump guy, yeah, sent us a picture of a fucking Hunter Biden 
doing some sexual deviant it's shit. It's all there, man. Oh, was it the foot job or <laughs> the other pics? Bro, uh, it was. Baby oh, it was the one with the cocaine uh, credit card. Uh, Obama. Oh, the Milani. See, a lot of people are saying that's disinformation because that appeared on 4chan like a couple of years ago. So, I, you know, me personally, I seen it and I was like, okay, whatever. But so he sent us that and the message disappeared. Disappeared from the fucking chat. And he didn't remove it. Oh, we're using it. Google because I, I was hearing Google is censoring messages. Is that, that what it people is? People are sending stuff. Yeah, they're saying that if you're sending anything QAnon related or Hunter Biden related, they might intercept your message Dude, or but put a disclaimer. It, the yeah. thing is that it went through. I opened it, took a screenshot, and then it disappeared. It wasn't in the same spot on the chat. So I was like, that's fucking strange. So I sent the screenshot. And then the screenshot that wasn't allowed to go through. And it fucking, uh, when I clicked on it, it was like, oh, this is abusive content. Yeah. And uh, it, it disappeared. And I was like, all right. So, you know. Yeah, I, you they're, know, they're doing everything they can to squash that story. <laughs> and then, like, every meme that's uh, Hunter related, whether it's got a pixelated dick in it or not. Yeah. I yeah. get notifications from Facebook, like, four hours later that your post has been removed for... Adult sexual exploitation. Even I though love no sex. There could be no sex in the meme. It just has Hunter's face, not even a crack rock, and they're getting pulled the left and right. I love the one where he's like on a couch in a chair and is like, like just floating. He's planking. Oh I yeah, guess he's, like, trying like to he's do about a to shit push and piss yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, horizontally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, for one, feel rather blue balled by by these leaks. Uh-huh. There's nothing that damning and when i say that there's enough for people on our side to like run around do victory laps over but there's nothing actually there to convince normies that anything really sinister is going on other than weird sex and drugs which everybody knows is a thing yeah i think it makes him look like a chad like half the shit i see (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i wouldn't mind fucking mulan no see the only part that i found weird was when he's watching the cam girl and masturbating trump is on the screen in the background yeah, eating the pizza in reverse. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Dude, and he's got a giant dick, which I was like, man, Ooh. that's why he's running around doing this shit. He's got a big dick, and his dad's fucking a billionaire. Like, the latest one from today is him videotaping himself, videotaping himself. Ooh. See, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fucking great. I, I saw the one where he's like running around in a jock strap taking photos, and then they did oh, the meme the where all the superheroes are bowing to him. So uh, I saw that, but I was like, I probably won't even bother posting that on Facebook because it'll get pulled within like four hours. So, so this message disappeared, and this was one of these moments where I've I've heard all about you know this type of shit, but I haven't had it happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, just like anything in life, you don't give a fuck till it happens to you. You know, it's the privilege of being God an American, America. And uh, that was one of those moments that I was like, you know, like I got to stare at the wall for twenty minutes and really think about where we're at right now, like we're there. Ooh. And this is this is not something that we could vote to stop or fucking really do anything about protest. I mean, unless we just start showing up and chopping people's heads off, like based, we will just be there in twenty years. Everything will be completely fucking everything they've warned us about. Well, that's the weird part. Is like I, I don't want to condone anything at all here, but we can look back at like recent events when you have like you have like those militia guys. They storm a government building, and like nothing happens. And it's like of course nothing happens, but it's just it just goes to show you that like there, this is going to be a slow burn as it just degrades. There's not going to be some like, quick event that everybody's expecting. There'll be events, but this is going to hurt. 
So, yeah, so I, I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, you know, this reminds me of this fucking movie. And so I, she, she's never watched any of the, these movies. So, like, I was like, let's watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I watched it again for the fucking millionth time and shit. And I got some clips from it. I got one clip. I got a clip I want to play because fucking, it was like, uh, yeah, there, there it is, all of it in front of uh, everybody. And no one cares. No one's cared. No one's cared. They told us in the 70s. That's like that uh, George Carlin speech where it's one big club and we're not invited. Yeah. Ah, I miss George Carlin. Oh, this guy's having technical difficulties. Yeah. That's it right there. Oh, okay. (laughs) At the bottom of all our terrified souls, we know that democracy is a dying giant, a sick, sick, dying, decaying political concept writhing in its final pain. I don't mean that the United States is finished as a world power. The United States is the richest, the most powerful, the most advanced country in the world, light years ahead of any other country. And I don't mean the communists are going to take over the world because the communists are deader than we are. What is finished is the idea that this great country is dedicated to the freedom and flourishing of every individual in it. It's the individual that's finished. It's the single, solitary human being that's finished. It's every single one of you out there that's finished. Because this is no longer a nation of independent individuals. It's a nation of some 200-odd million transistorized, deodorized, whiter-than-white, steel-belted bodies, totally unnecessary as human beings, and as replaceable as piston rods. Based? Yeah, so that movie, like, a, a lot of people have heard the, the speech we played in the beginning, and then the, I'm mad as hell, I'm not going to take it anymore. But that movie's got about, like, six or seven badass, like, soliloquies where motherfuckers are just like dropping some shit on people you know i go on because I, I was trying to explain to my girl about the whole individual and conservatism and you know the left and the collectivist mentality and how there's no room for individuals and that movie that movie's a fucking a really good way of fucking putting someone onto that message it's a good red pill and it's all yeah. it's all fucking on t- about tv you know, so these motherfuckers were scared about oh, the TV. Media. Yeah, it's it's about media in general, but now, like, it still applies to today, and I wish if someone, like, honestly remade it, it'd be interesting, you know, considering the, the oh, internet if, and modern if, fucking If they media. remade it, it'd be a big right-wing plot to take over fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So, it, you know, it's weird that you're talking about that as a, as a red pill, and most people, they think that's pretty, like, normie tier, but the fact is, like, I, I know these quotes in this movie, not from watching the movie, not from film, right. but watching fucking weird conspiracy videos in like the, the early 2000s on yeah. YouTube, or probably <laughs> 2007 or something like that. Yep. Yeah. And like, that's where I know all this stuff from. These are definitely an integral part of, of my learning experience along the way. I think uh, Zeitgeist was the one that put me on to that movie. Back in like yeah, it was the first one. I first conspiracy film I've watched, probably. I want to say, and let alone it was all a communist plot to get us all to be socialists. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's when we got into that whole world of of all that crazy shit about uh. two thousand and fucking seven. And it's uh, it's uh, like once you dive in there, like there's no real like uh, seeing shit the same as you used to. You know? Yeah. No man. 
Well, dude, the, the after Zeitgeist, the next thing I watched was called The Antichrist Dijal Will Be a Reptilian Shapeshifter. And it was this 500 episode long series. You can imagine how that went. Oh, yeah, we, we got it. was never going to be normal again. All right. We at, got, after Zeitgeist, it was a fucking Road to Tyranny, uh, the 9 11 story by Alex Jones. Yeah. And then, like, just endless David Icke videos and speeches. And the Waco stuff. Jordan inhaling nitrous, listening to David Icke thrown on <laughs> about Dude, satanic abuse. Jordan Maxwell. Jordan Maxwell. Everybody needs to go <laughs> yeah. and, you know, this is a hole that, like, you'll never crawl out of, but you'll be so happy. Fucking playing in the dirt is great. But but it kills your soul. Yeah. But it uplifts it at the same time. Based. And it was woke before being woke. Like that term, the fact that it got hijacked, it's, it breaks my heart. Yeah. But yeah, that fucking like that whole conspiracy thing. Like once, and then once you peek in there too, like it's like wait, you you just want to stick your whole head in there. It's Great. not good. I go back to that Jordan Maxwell stuff, and I kind of laugh my ass off. Some of it's so goddamn stupid. It'll be like <laughs> you're you're walking to a room, and you turn you'll turn the light switch on, and the light comes on, and that's because of the sun god who was named on. And it's like, dude, they were do they were like getting on horses and shit way before lights like electric lights were invented. So what the fuck are you talking about? And like that's half of the listening experience now. Yeah, yeah, yeah but then the- then you you got to see like because this is before Alex Jones went like crazy mainstream well or he had before the I got an alex jones i watched the loose change documentary on 9-11 oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was good too yeah yeah that was one of them too fucking loose change bill cooper was some of my earliest stuff i, I remember uh one time my my dad told me to grab some socks because i walk around barefoot all the time so i went to his room and i found fucking a loose change dvd like right at the bottom of the sock drawer and i was just all like you know so i think someone gave this to him and he was like this is too much i need to fucking (laughs) put this away hide it from the children dude i totally forgotten about loose change completely till this very moment well i mean there's like the idea that alex jones basically hijacked that and then like he took because he like remade the movie and then he took all that information then he put it into the next like however many movies he made in the next 10 years and it was all just recycling that stuff yeah, but I really do think he went crazy. Blueprint I think Alex, for humanity. Alex he was Jones. talking about wanting to retire if you watch the new Joe Rogan yeah, episode. Yeah, I did watch it. He said he's going to retire in a year. Uh, I learned about his Adderall addiction. He <laughs> had a fucking uh, drinking problem at one point. Yeah, dude, then he kind of needs to slow down. If he's not trying to have a heart attack by 53. Yeah. yeah that's he's either going to retire. Yeah, I'm down for it. He should take a hiatus, come back, and he'll come back as the fucking warrior, the fucking triumphant champion, be like, I told you all. I told well, you what's going to happen. His son can take over. Well, there, uh, I guess. His son got it. banned off Twitter like a little while ago. Oh, I he did? Like, That's yeah. probably why I hadn't seen him in a while. The idea, I think, for a bit was to get like Paul Joseph Watson to, to like be his the next guy in line, but man, that would not work. Paul just Joseph not work. Watson is on his own thing. He's talking about saving the white race in is Europe. He? That's his thing, saving the white race? Oh, a little bit. So. He's been uh, accumulated to that movement over there of um, I forget what what's the name of that group over there. The alt, the alt light, the no. f- all the, the, the intellectual fucking. Uh, he's a part of the intellectual <laughs> dark web, but it's a it's a group um, Euro Rising or something like that. Oh, fucking, I don't know who knows. Well, Spurgs, Spurgs. Yeah, because I'm sure Spurs, like Spurs. Sargon's in it and uh, Count Dankula, the Libertarian Party. Count Dankula, dude. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Count Dankula is? No. Fairly respectable. Yeah. Yeah, he taught his uh, dog to give a Roman salute. And he got <laughs> thrown in jail for that. 
Nice. But he's ex- he's yeah. an expecting father now. Yeah. Then he could teach his baby how to do the Roman salute. He's right. Gonna, <laughs> just to piss off his girlfriend. That was the whole reason he did the, the yeah. salute with the with the pug. <laughs> was to piss off his girlfriend. Nice. He would say gas the Jews and the fucking dog would get all excited. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to live in a world where dogs can't be anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. That's a sad world to live in. Yeah. And apparently you can't be a Chinese white supremacist in Arizona now because they'll get the cops called on you. Hank you. <laughs> Is that his name? <laughs> I have not heard about that. Is it the guy with the uh, Confederate flag that's always posting some shit? That's Hank. Yeah. I think all those pics are old. I'm pretty sure he's disapp- disappeared. He was like busted on some serious gun charges. So this is really a different Asian. They all look the same to me. So I don't know. Oh, no. This is the this is the older gentleman that, that told some black guy this is a no nigger zone in Scottsdale, Arizona. He was a realtor. Oh, and he I, lost his job. Yeah, and then, I posted that video. I didn't watch it, but I saw a headline. No, how about the dude with the fucking Burger King crown on the airplane? Base. Yeah, they're calling they're calling him the Sky King too now. The crown weighs <laughs> heavy. Name. Weighs heavy on his brow. Dude, yeah. that shit was hilarious. I was like, damn, dude, this fucking guy snapped. I think Burger King sells it up because people just want to get the crown now. <laughs> that's, and where it's so, while yelling the N word while playing. You know, video it would games. be funny if they ban the crown. Yeah, they they should, man. This is a fucking sign of white supremacy. Make and they, like won't, a, they won't have the meme. Remember what they took from you. you make it an easy like <laughs> Facebook frame. Fucking they they should. I we should we should do a picture. That's uh, what should be on the episode. On the episode art is Burger King crowns. Burger King crowns based. Then they're gonna think we're Nazis, or when, they're gonna know. When do they not know? It's the truth. Based. Where'd you guys get the song? Someone made it. A a listener, a listener was making music. I don't I don't know. I don't remember exactly. I think I just saw that he subbed, and it was back in the early days when I had no subs, so I had the, the time to appreciate every single person. I went to his profile and I saw he had he had a ton of good music. Um, I think I just asked him if we could use a song. Been using it for the past year. I got to get him on to for a show because he's a really interesting dude. Um, Sirius Cyrus. The song is Nephilim Rising. Um, but yeah, we've we've been using it for a while. Might freshen it up soon. Who knows? That's a song I could bang to right there. Ooh. Yeah, dude, I could bang basically anything. Yeah, that's true too, though. Ooh. But there's specifics. <laughs> there's specific songs. songs. There's rhythms, and that yeah. has a strip joint demand. Like I get a lap dance to this song. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking one, no, they're gonna know it's associated know, to too, to right wing, right white supremacists. We're being toxic right now, guys. Yeah. But uh, so fucking you guys. So so first like. The Skinwalker tapes. Like, what's going on over there? Oh, it's a goddamn phenomenon. Um, we've been we've been gaining subscribers. We've been gaining listeners like crazy, and I appreciate all of it. Uh, we've been going for about about a year and a half now, I think. And Klaus has been there for most of the way. Uh, it's I've just been having so much goddamn fun doing the show. Like early on, I didn't even care if I was streaming to nobody. I was just having a good time. It reminds me of like. When I'm, I was in my like, was like 18 to fucking 23 and nothing really matters. And you get together with all your friends at night and you play video games. Nothing fucking matters. You're just having fun. And that's what I tried to do. Like, I don't want it to be like hardcore politics. I don't want to have serious takes. I don't want people to fucking argue with me about what the fuck Bigfoot is because I don't care. I just want to have fun. 
And um, yeah, we've been getting a lot more traction lately because we are on ExodusAmericanus.com and that's been doing a lot for us. Uh, yeah. That's marvelous. Check us out at dlive.tv slash Yakov Alive to check out the live I, shows. I was telling Sir like a while ago, I was like, we need to get on DLive right now that it's still new. I mean, yeah, it's it's working. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't present the right material. I showed him a fat guy fucking playing a video game and he kind of got turned off by it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my favorite platform. There's platforms I like more, but people just don't use. So I'm stuck with the lemons or whatever. Oh, yeah, the lemons, I Rumble is growing now as an alternative to YouTube right now. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, because I don't, I don't want to start doing video yet until we have like the audio shit down or or like live stuff so i don't know like yeah we're we're like why well, i am like more like i guess like formulaic we we try to get as many crazy people on as we can that's that's the main mission oh but hell we're, yeah. we're very pretentious and we talk about a lot of shit we have no clue about I like how, how your goal before you do video is to get more professional, get your setup going good. And for me, it's I just want to go to the gym for a while and not look like a fat fuck when I turn on the webcam. Bullsh- yeah, bull- yeah, see, okay, well, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta, Are you going to get the egg crates on the wall so you can have that soundproof look that Tim Pool does in his garage? No. Maybe. We're using a kitchen. There's enough. Yeah, we're know, in a kitchen right now. This is enough acoustics back here. See all the bottles? Of beer, <laughs> yeah, it's got that nice rumble. You get know? a lot of reverb off of that. <laughs> I'm not sure we haven't tested out, but fucking uh, yeah, I've I've heard I've heard some episode from you guys, and it's and it's pretty great because I mean, so we thought you were gonna show up drunk today. Are you drunk, Yakov? I'm drinking. I I haven't had oh, the time yeah. to get drunk, and frankly, I'm I'm drinking fucking Milwaukee Best Light, oh, which is kind geez. of fucking weak sauce. I'm drinking yeah. it as fast as I can. It's not really doing it. Um, I may or may not be uh boofing a boofing a banger. There you boofing go. That makes sense. How many how many pee breaks are you gonna take? All of none. 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 I got the jug next to me. I don't know yes. what I would need to go to the bathroom for. <laughs> Frankly, my, my parents have company. I don't want to look anyone in the eye as I walk down the hallway. So, are these the Paddock's piss jugs? Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, Daddy just joined us. Hello, Daddy. Hello. I'm here. I'm here. What's up? So no, we're, <laughs> we're about to uh, to jump into a cryptid list that uh, the guys here, Klaus and Yakov, has brought us. Yes, queen. We got a yes. list. All right. So are we doing it? I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't read the first one. So you, you're probably gonna have to read right. most of these motherfuckers. Start start from the top here. Work our way down. Uh, number ten, Orang Pendek. It's a small hairy hominid, thirty to sixty inches tall, and it is allegedly found uh, on on the island of Sumatra off of Indonesia. Uh, it it was seen and documented for at least one hundred years by forest tribes, local villagers, Dutch colonists, and Western scientists and travelers. I I find this one very interesting because it's the most believable. It's seemingly the most scientific cryptid around. There's there's like decent video that's pretty convincing that there's there's a weird human-like creatures living uh, around that area. Um, but anytime you hear anybody talk about it, it's always talked about in the sense that like this thing could possibly exist, and it's like the only cryptid that that that. Uh, you know that has that going for it so most people haven't heard of the orang pendek but that's why i had to get it in at number 10 because i think this is the the one that's most certainly uh based in reality can we i mean listen i am a small hairy hominid so i can totally understand that this is something that could exist yeah 
<laughs> there also were found fossil evidence of um, small hominids, I think is the right word. I want to look that up again, but small, you know, what are essentially humans, but that are different from modern humans. And they were, they were called the hobbits. I think they were called Homo florensiensis or something along those lines. I can't pronounce any of this, Yeah, but uh, they did live in that area. I believe all of it. Every, every, all of these fucking 10 motherfuckers you got on here. I believe it. It's more fun that way. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it is. Like what's, what's life worth without fucking these monsters and shit. Dude, What's, my whole life has been based around this. Some of my earliest memories are going to the library and getting like books on Bigfoot and UFOs. And yeah, I was curious. Like, that's this something you've just always been into? Oh, uh, I all I've ever given a shit about, all I've ever been passionate about, passionate about, are the things that uh, are hidden or I'm not supposed to know. So it's stuff like that, conspiracies, um, magic, secret societies. This it even goes to like pro wrestling. Because, like, with pro wrestling, there's the whole backstage <laughs> and politics aspect of it. You're not supposed to know at all. Yeah. But, like, you can always get back there. So you can enjoy things like that on, on multiple levels. That's why right. I, I've been obsessed with politics, even though I fucking hate it. Yeah. I like all these things with, with these levels. You can peel away like onions that most people don't even bother to look at. Van Van's a big wrestling nerd. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so what's this fucking... I can't pronounce any of these motherfuckers. What's number nine? That's fine. I'm an expert expert on all of it. Mokele Mbembe is number nine, a surviving sauropod dinosaur from the Congo Basin in Africa. I first came into Western consciousness in the early 1900s when explorers would go check it out and they would... They would ask the the villagers about the local fauna, and there were there were stories they heard that they couldn't explain. They would show them pictures of dinosaurs, and allegedly, the um, the villagers would like point to like a brontosaurus or something. Like that's it. Mukilimbembe. So yeah, supposedly it's a living dinosaur. So this, which is like my favorite thing. This, this Klaus, you brought you brought us this before. Yeah, yeah, I brought it up. I think it was like a 1980s movie called Babe. Like the last dinosaur, <laughs> something like yes. that, and I think it was based off of this. Ooh, I've never seen that. That sounds what? awesome. Yeah, I just want to believe that dinosaurs are still around somehow. They have I just, to be. It would be I, the coolest thing in the world. I, I dude, if I saw even like a woolly mammoth brought back, it would bring me to fucking tears. Oh, there's crazy. no doubt about that. We learned about the woolly mammoths on the last episode. Yeah, and how they killed all of our young men and women sent us out there to die. Yeah, but they basically not, had to find another Chad yeah, to yeah, raise their kids. Yeah, yeah. We we so we learned the true nature of women uh, on the last episode. <laughs> uh, so I really like suggest if you want to figure that out, guys, definitely listen to I think episode number twenty nine. Yeah, fucking if you want to know the true nature of women and mammoths are involved and this shit gets deep. But uh, anyway, number eight, man. Well, the Wait, yeah, what? that is the classic. And I, I lumped this all together, the skin to go, uh, Skinwalker, Wendigo, and Fleshgate, which I think are all related things. The Skinwalker is supposed to be a Navajo shaman, so it's a human. A Wendigo is uh, similar. It comes from the Algonquin tribes of Canada. Uh, it is a, a human who's overcome with hunger to the point where he becomes a cannibal monster. But I think the idea is largely the same, where they're able to use some sort of magic to, to change themselves into a more animalistic form, which can be frightening. And I think on the, the shaman side, they're able to control it. But on the Wendigo side, they've totally lost control of that ability. And then you have the flesh gate, which is a more modern invention, which is found in creepypastas now. But 
you see the, the similarity between Skinwalker and Fleshgate. Skin, flesh, walker, gate is the way something walks. It's a, a straight-up monster that's out in the woods that it will mimic things. It'll mimic animals. It'll mimic your, your best friend's voice to try to lure you out to kill you. So I think all of these things can be put into one category. Um, most of these reports are from the American Southwest, and they're becoming more common elsewhere as creepypastas, and it hits you know mainstream culture and all of that. Is, this is one, the first one that I, I'm going over that is distinctly paranormal. Is fucking a Slender Man part of it? <laughs> uh, it's very similar in the origins of like Fleshgate. They they came about at a very similar time. They have a very similar following. The Slender Man. It's a little too fucking Jack Skellington. It's a little too like Hot Topic girl. Well, it's got tentacles. I, I think it's more like a tulpa. I like, I, and I think I think uh, Slender Man is the modern version of Kukui. Yeah, I like I like the way that like it came out of nowhere, and then like it just caught on, and then they started giving it like, oh, it's always been around. Like I, I like that whole aspect of it. That was pretty. That cool. that's fucking key to like legend and and like myth. I want to say, and it's it's tough. It's weird comparing like stuff like creepy pastas to like Greek myth, but I feel like there's something there. These are things that build over time. They start out humble and then. Yeah, I mean, you just grow unconscious. It's and then you got teenage girls like stabbing each other for yes, pleasing yeah. the Slender Man. Yeah, well, that that helps fucking solidify it. And we, you know, we're a young culture, and we're we're watching these legends kind of like happen in front of us and shit. You know, like there's no reason why in two thousand years, uh, you know, Captain America won't be part of the the mythology. And God, shit, shoot me now, hey Fuck dude, me now it's gonna happen, man. I call Lander better. <laughs> <laughs> you like home? I fucking hate Homelander, man. I hate his you face. La- you can laser them tits pretty good. Yeah, it's true. But I hate his face. Just yeah. I wish they'd put Ernest Worrell on the dollar bill. I don't know who the fuck that is. Is that Homelander? <laughs> <laughs> Ernest scared stupid Ernest in all those movies. Yeah. Oh, oh, Ernest. <laughs> What's up with number seven? Number seven, the Thunderbird. And this is a creature that most people have heard of. It it originally comes from uh, Native American lore. You can see it on a lot of totem poles and that sort of thing. Uh, It was a giant bird whose wing flaps sounded like thunder. thunder, And it it had the appearance of either an eagle or a condor. And it was seen supposedly all over North America. Uh, There were major sightings in 1977. There was a 10-year-old boy who was attacked in Lawndale, Illinois, Reportedly, the, the creature was four and a half feet tall and had a wingspan of around 10 feet, had a white tuft around its neck. Uh, the strange thing about this is that that's the exact description of an Andean condor. And they're like, there should not fucking be Andean condors in Illinois, but God knows how one could have gotten there. Like I said, the description is, is absolutely on point. So it has its origin in mythology. It almost seems like something paranormal or spiritual when you're looking at the, the myths. But then as time goes on, it becomes a more biological creature. Does it take... How big is it? How big is it? Uh, that's the problem. Is like, So the, the one that was seen in 77, four and a half feet tall, wingspan around 10 feet. That's a really fucking big bird. Bigger than anything that should be in Illinois. But like the legends say absolutely crazy things, like the size of an airplane. Okay, I'm trying to figure out if, it could eat, if it's just eating babies or like grown people. Well, no, 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 I, no. I'm not sure how uh, condors hunt exactly, but it, I think it probably could have, it could get a small child if it, if it wanted to, or really if it was starving probably, I don't think it would want the fight. I, I think guess. there's like a breed that picks up goats and drops them off cliffs, and so the fall kills them, and then they pick off the remains. 
taste. I think I've heard about that. It's metal as fuck. So, uh-huh. you know, I actually thought I saw some uh-huh. cryptids earlier today. I looked out my window and up in the treetops, like 50 feet up, there there were these birds that looked oddly large. And there's like hawks around here. There's some bald eagles. But this wasn't any of that. It, it didn't look like that. So I go out and like I'm looking at it for a while. I'm taking pictures. And one of them swoops down. I almost shat a pant right there. I realized at that point that it was a fucking turkey. It was just a wild turkey. So like I, I was shocked. What? I had no idea turkeys would be fucking fifty feet up in the trees. I didn't even know they fucking flew. So I, had to I didn't know they shit. got in trees. Yeah. No, they yeah, they roost in trees to avoid predators. And but I can't even imagine it getting up there. Like yeah. I, I just can't see it in my head. It freaks fucking me out. Turkeys, dude, that's what turkeys are doing. I thought they just yeah. ran around on the floor for real. It might have been a skinwalker and that's how it was able to be so capable. Oh, oh, okay. That's true. It's possible. Well, you survived. So, yes. you know, it's funny because cryptid. So, like, because you're explaining something that doesn't sound like a fucking monster. Like, what's the definition of cryptid? Unknown animal. That's Cryptozoology, it. the study of unknown animals. Okay. So, so it can be a lot of things. And there, there is a range. And I tried to get a little bit of everything in this list. So the next one I got, number six, the Mothman, is, is more of a monster. It's more, uh, more on the paranormal side. A winged humanoid. It's got no head and big red glowing eyes in its chest. Giant wings, and that's the mo- its most discernible feature. Uh, it was seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in what they call the TNT area, which was a uh, closed-down World War II munitions plant. It was seen from 1966 to 1967, until the Silver Bridge collapsed on December 15, 1967, where 31 vehicles plunged into the icy water of the Ohio River. 21 people survived, but 46 died in, dis- in the disaster. So people wonder if this if this goes around and it like warns of impending doom, or if this thing shows up and it causes disasters. So what is what we have here is not an animal. This is clearly not an animal. They like to say it was an owl or something like that, but the sightings don't seem to really describe that. And then it, it has almost like I'm not sure the the the, the idea of like a. Uh, I don't know, some sort of specters, some sort of ghost almost. Yeah. Does, does, is that fucking uh, Jeepers Creepers? No, there actually is a movie called The Mothman Prophecies, which I watched yeah. as a kid. I need to rewatch and it now as an adult. and fully. I watched it recently. Horror. I enjoyed it more now than I did as a kid. Yeah. Spoiler alert, there's not really like a Mothman scene. It's not a monster <laughs> movie. I've heard so reports of like recent Mothman sightings in the Chicago area, so I don't know if you guys have heard about flying humans. <laughs> no, I have not heard about that. So I would heard, I would think that there would be one like every day with the amount of people that die. There might be a Mothman killing people and- with COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got he's got that nine holes in the back of his head, but that was COVID. That was COVID. <laughs> so so the next one that that you have, dude, is my is the closest that I am, and it's the closest one to me to my heart and shit. Are you from Mexico? <laughs> no, nah, dude, that shit was uh. Well, well, go ahead, go ahead. Number five, El Chupacabra, the goat sucker. So it's a goat sucking creature. Sometimes you see it as like a spiny alien. Sometimes it's just like it looks like a mangy dog. Uh, yeah. The the legends are originally from Puerto Rico, spread oh. from that point to Mexico and then into southwestern U.S. And then it's hitting like the southern U.S. and spreading from there now that it's it's becoming more popular. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize about the Chupacabra is that the original reports are from 1995. So it's, yeah. it doesn't have like that much of a history compared to a lot of these other things. Um, it's, it's a weird one because... 
the the idea of it was that it was sucking the blood from goats in Puerto Rico, but the accounts are exactly the same almost as um, cattle mutilations in the U.S. So it makes me think like maybe this is someone else's understanding of it. someone who didn't have like the mainstream U.S. culture, didn't have like Hollywood to bring aliens into the mix. Yeah. What you have is something more monstrous. And they're, they're seeing the same thing as a cattle mutilation, but they're describing it differently. And they're going with the El Chupacabra on this one. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, that's where I grew up in Puerto Rico. And I, I remember as a kid fucking, <laughs> fucking, you know, the stories and then all the videos, they'd show them on the news of like these fucking cows all torn apart. They had like pictures and stories. They would have and, spooky music in the background. Dude, just like, yeah, it's telling the story. super deep fucking. Exclusivo. It kills me watching this stuff now. Once in a while, you'll see a, a video about it on from some recent news thing. And now it's always the mangy dog. It always <laughs> looks like a mangy canine, which yeah. isn't what the original reports were at all. Oh. That's something that kind of just like started happening when they brought it, I it's, guess, to the U.S., when the, the idea came to the U.S. But the, I saw this one report. It was a fucking mangy raccoon, and that's all well and good, but they're sitting there like, we can't identify this animal, and we don't know what it eats, and it's literally on camera eating fucking seeds and shit. I'm sure, I'm like, <laughs> dude, this is not your culprit. Not- yeah, I've seen the one where they had a, a, they found a bear with mange, and it looked really weird. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen and that. And it was just trying to eat through the cage. And so- I think the last cattle mutilation report was out of Lawton, Oklahoma. And what was it? Who, who did it? Who done it? Who done uh, it? No one knows. They just, they, just, they just reported a calumniation. But. So originally they explained the Chupacabra being a fucking uh, alien and that it was, you know, eating, it was sucking, like harvesting blood from the cows. And it looked kind of like a schmeagol, but with like big eyes and like spikes on its I know back. the exact image you're talking about. It's the one where the head is like, a, it's just like an alien gray. Yeah, it's right? like all hunched over. Except it's yeah. green in color. Yeah. Yeah, I love that image. That drove my my young imagination crazy. Yeah, like just well, going through was, the stuff in the early days of the internet. I was there. Like this wasn't like uh, even on the internet. This was like on the TV, bro. Like I I, yeah, I watch it on the news. These motherfuckers are talking about like they took all my goats and they show the goats all gutted and shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> some crazy shit, dude. It's it really traumatizing. Is. Like this before it even got over here. You know, like it's nuts. But I grew up with the Chupacabra, man. That's my that's, that's my nigga. So where while you grew up with the Chupacabra, I grew up with number four, the Jersey Devil, who was the Bam. cursed child of Mother Leeds from the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. The myth has its origin from 1735, and there was a particular rash of sightings in 1909. So according to the tale, Mother Leeds, who was living out in the Pine Barrens, was a fucking whore. She had 12 <laughs> kids and no man. And when she was pregnant with the 13th child, she said, may this child be the devil. So... <laughs> She's in her shack, and she's giving birth to this thing. And when it comes out, it looks like a normal baby. But before their eyes, it grows scales and claws and horns and a big nose and a little hat. And it flies up (laughs) through the fucking chimney, out into the Pine Barrens, never to be contained again. And supposedly, it's been around ever since. In New Jersey? Yeah, in the the depths of the Pine Barrens, in the swamps. Uh, There's a movie, I think it's VHS, that has three mini-movies in it, and uh, one of them is The Jersey Devil. Yes, it is. I've seen a VHS. I don't don't remember, but I'm sure. It's the one where the the monster's out there and the camera can't catch it. It shows it all glitched. I can't remember. I'll have to watch that shit again. Watch it again. 
Yeah, and my girlfriend cannot watch horror movies. I'll tell and her to I watch it. I think there's another fucking like really good uh, Jersey Devil movie I've seen. Like the last broadcast is the one I'm aware of, and it's yeah. like the first found footage <laughs> yeah. film. I don't want to say the first. I, but I it's love sort of I love early. found footage films. Those are my. Shows. It was before the Blair Witch Project. So oh, nice. Was it? So yeah, in 1909, there was a particular rash of sightings, like I said, where it was seen all over the place, and it, it was seen from from the most southern tip of Jersey up to like into Philadelphia and like it was taken seriously. Schools were closed. They were seeing footprints that were going like through the snow and going up to, to the rooftops and like jumping over houses and stuff like that. It's, it's weird looking back on this. People like to, to theorize that it was like an escape kangaroo, but like (laughs) that's silly. I don't know what people's knowledge of kangaroos was in 1909, but where is it now? the, The Jersey devil. Uh, I guess in the trees. It's probably looking at me through the window right now, to be honest. Nice. Yeah, I heard someone talk about saying that you could get a six-pack of silver bullet cores, and if you left in the tree, the Jersey Devil would see the reflection (laughs) in a full moon and swoop down and pick it up. I want to note that the the original image of the Jersey Devil, that the traditional one, it's got the head of a horse. It's got, like, shitty little hooves that that are like pencils. But it's upright. It, it it is the most awkward looking thing you can imagine, and it's just some like weird amalgamation of like a horse, a a uh, kangaroo with the with like bat wings and a forked tail, and it's the stupidest looking thing. You're like, how could this possibly exist? But like when I was cringe. out there on Jersey Devil hunts as a child, I believe cringe. <laughs> I believed. So fucking, I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, that looks pretty bootleg. Oh, I see it. You should have it on the. I, there's on the one. Arc. There's one with a with a mask. That one's Based. socially distancing. Yeah. Yeah. Very responsible Jersey Devil on Google. Look for what, the, what the parents would do when you're out in these Jersey Devil hunts, they'd wait for like a uh, a barn owl to screech because it's like a terrible noise. So that when that happens, they'd be like, "That was the Jersey Devil," and everyone <laughs> would go home, get good. drunk. Good way to traumatize kids. Hell yeah. yeah! Just like snipe hunting. Yeah. I haven't done that either. Oh, that's a Texas thing, right? I saw it on King yeah, of the Hill. Yeah, you would take kids out, like, uh, out into a field and tell them, like, uh, there's these small flightless birds that we're going to scare. You just get your bag and wait for, them, for us to spook them, and you just catch them. And you just, like, leave the guy in the field, like, have him out there waiting forever. You just ditch the dude. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's a good way to traumatize children. It's a good white people way to traumatize children. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fucking Mexican families traumatize their children all the time. Tell them the fucking boogeyman's gonna come and take them. Yeah. Every fucking night. Tell them about like, and- Yeah. You better go to sleep, <laughs> otherwise they're gonna take you away. They're gonna yeah. drag you down to hell and fucking It's a good 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 parenting tactic. Let yeah. me let me scare you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, we've got the Loch Ness monster, and I'm kind of just including all lake monsters as a generalization in this. This is like my least favorite genre. We, the famous ones are in Loch Ness, Lake Champlain. You have Champ. Uh, you have uh, Ogopogo in Lake Okanagan in British Columbia. Lake Van, the Lake Van monster in Turkey. Based. Um, you have sightings of Nessie going back to the 6th century, but, but it takes on a variety of forms until like 1933 when it became the plesiosaur that we all know. Um, I find these I, these fucking annoy me. I, I don't care about lake monsters because when you look up the videos, you don't see anything. There's like a splash in the water. It's like, was that it? Like, I don't know. And they, they all look like that. So I have a hard time getting into it. And then it's got a similar problem as the Mokele and Bembe, is that when, when you start to like 
put together the pieces and see it as like the surviving dinosaur it happened in the early 1900s when like dinosaurs were pretty much a fad and then like the appearance of of Nessie and the Mokele and Bembe is a dinosaur that's like right out of the early 1900s where their tails are dragging their posture's all fucked up they're, they don't know how the hell they lived so that's I, I believe in the Loch Ness Monster for real? yeah I believe he's out there Damn. I don't because he, he had all the different forms he's taken from being like a blob to a fucked up otter, and then you have like the dragon. Yeah, I believe it's like the, the old days. The one with the long neck, kind of dinosaur. Well, that's looking. what we know today. That's the dinosaur. That wasn't until yeah. the the ni- until nineteen thirty three. But there were so many other ideas of it prior to that. It just seems like bullshit to me. I like I like it better than the Jersey Devil. The fucking what? Jersey fuck Devil, you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, yeah. Jersey Devil is bass as fuck. The Jersey K-Y-S. Devil looks disabled. Look, he looks like a special needs kid. Oh. He does. I'm not gonna argue that. It's fucking true. That's how he lures you in. You think yeah. he's fucking harmless. I mean, there's nothing I mean, wrong with it, you know. But I'm just saying, the Loch Ness monster. Like, that's like, a weird looking chicken. Let me go eat it. Imitating your dead grandmother, and you're real confused <laughs> at that point. Uh, I think the Loch Ness monster could eat the Jersey Devil. I don't give a. F- fuck <laughs> my bad dude anyway go, go on <laughs> number two is the dog man who is a newcomer this is a creature that's a lot like the traditional werewolf but it's definitely got like a more modern internet take to it but you even have like sightings of what was called the beast of bray road which was seen in um fuck i think that was wisconsin or michigan or something like that i don't remember should have wrote it down but it was definitely a, a dog humanoid that was seen in the side on the side of the road. And now, you know, it's taking on new life with, you know, all these uh, cryptid podcasts and all the creepy pastas. Supposedly, it's got a canine head with a human body and hands, but it has canine feet. Been seen all over the U.S., particularly in the Four Corners area and Michigan. Um, oh, so, they're known as the Rougarou in Cajun country. Yes. So it, it seems to me that this has to be paranormal because I don't understand the its method of locomotion. How can it have dog feet but human hands? It doesn't sound like it would work. Like the physics don't work. The gravity doesn't work. Like a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. But it's that's half, that's it. Yeah. Just we're getting like into that territory. A the idea werewolf. when yeah. people. When they take this seriously, they like to place the sightings around, like, the the Dulce base in New Mexico. Supposedly in the Dulce base, underground, they have, like, a laboratory that's full of chimeras, full of all of these creatures that that are the the cryptids people are seeing. Uh, But they let them out at night to go fuck around, supposedly. I don't know why they would do that. They're genetically engineering the wolves. Yeah. That sounds extremely irresponsible. It's irresponsible, (laughs) but it's funny. I enjoy it. And then they Reminds talk about a, them supposedly having a turf war against the Bigfoot in the thicket area. It's like oh. a national park near Houston area in Texas. Oh, these are the rabbit holes. These are the who's at what what cryptids are at war with other cryptids. God, <laughs> I love it. That's the thing too. Yes. Yeah, yes. they got to you know, claim territory. There's like the the Bigfoot genocide theory, Damn. which is like that's like fighting grounds there are some like boomers on youtube who are taking this shit way too seriously and they are causing <laughs> drama it's the funniest thing that's cool we're gonna have to find one of those guys in an interview hell yeah <laughs> you should you should absolutely have you guys had any any of those you have i mean i know that you guys have had like people that are victims to some of these cryptids and 
Like yeah, sci- I've, I've done plenty of interviews with people who have seen cryptids. I haven't had anybody who considers themselves an expert because fuck them. I want to be the expert, and I figure this is cryptozoology. <laughs> Whoever wants to call themselves the expert, all you got to do is talk for two hours and you haven't had any play of those. The and write doctor next to your name. Yeah, yeah that's all you got to do. Have you had any write of those a book, people from a book uh, and call yourself doctor? Have you had anybody from uh, those uh, Discovery Channel shows or those Animal Wild shows that hunt uh, those people? Or those hunt we those should... creatures? What I would, I actually, what I'd rather do than than talk to any of them is see if they're on cameo and trick them into saying something racist for a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'd much rather do that. I, I'm not too interested in giving a fuck about them, but if I could make them look like idiots, I'm in. I think they do a good job on their own, though. That's true. Shows. All right, so who, who's number one? Who do you think it is? It's Bigfoot. Yeah. So it can only be Bigfoot. Bigfoot is, I think, I want to say the most well-known cryptid in the world. It may be Nessie, but Nessie sucks. You know, USA and all. <laughs> so Bigfoot is the giant hairy hominid that's supposedly somewhere from fucking five to like 20 feet tall, depending on who you ask. Uh, most commonly seen in the Pacific Northwest and into Canada. Uh, there are sightings everywhere. Like if you go to the BFRO website, like they keep track of these things. Supposedly, they're the ones who are in charge of the goddamn Bigfoot sightings. If you look at the map where they have sightings, there's reports everywhere. So supposedly the tales go back to the Native Americans, um, and it, it got famous with the Patterson Gimlin film that was taken in 1967 along Bluff, Bluff Creek in Northern California. Uh, that's the one that's it's still argued today about, about whether it was real or fake i i refuse to believe it's fake i don't have any evidence they could have got those tits. tits it's got tits god damn it i can see them right now yeah, i believe them. i believe it if it was fake i wouldn't have jerked off to it so many times <laughs> that's true that's like yeah 100 percent. i true. did find a a bigfoot call on the internet uh, i love them <laughs> <laughs> they sound better than that. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. It was, was almost the samurai chatter. Well, yeah, no, it, it was obviously someone who's familiar with Bigfoot calls, but then it was obviously a human doing it. Yeah, no, that was a decent attempt. But so I, I, I like Bigfoot because there's the most evidence of its existence. There's the most concrete shit you can go find. You can go find the fucking the, the cast, the footprints. There's so many videos out there. It's a lot of fun to just jump down the rabbit hole. I believe in Bigfoot. I mean, I feel like it's likely, like, you know, when you when you hear about, like, kind of, like, the pre-human fucking species that we had, like, who's to say that one, a few haven't fucking survived and, you know. I, I got the latest sighting right here. Was Jackson, Missouri. Fisherman described it. Large animal sounds in James Reed Memorial Wildlife Area. There you go. I believe it. That happened. That's there. We should get that guy on. That guy? Yeah. All right, fuck it. Let's find out. The yeah. fisherman? Yeah. Anyway. My issue my issue with Bigfoot is that it, it seems to me everybody wants it to be the North American great ape. And I want it to be that too. But then like every encounter that's taken seriously has some weird paranormal aspect. Whether they were like fucking contacted in a dream and told to go to that spot, or whether there was like a fucking flash of green light that occurred, or the Bigfoot was speaking to them telepathically. There's in almost all of these these accounts that get passed around like the Ape Canyon one is classic. People will tell you that a cabin was attacked by a group of Bigfoot uh, while they were like prospecting for gold. What they won't tell you is that that dude was supposedly in contact with like a lake spirit who was guiding him the whole no, time. No, 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 no. So, so it's not true. No. 
I fuck man, I want to believe it. Yes, it's true. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm calling it. <laughs> you heard it here man. first, man. It's There's nothing true. there that I find particularly objectionable, but I'm fucking schizophrenic, so that's yeah, face, yeah. That's I hear Lake Spirit, and I think Bad Moonshine. Damn. Yeah, someone tripping on some shit. <laughs> so, do you think COVID's going to end after the election? I think so. Yeah, of course. Depends who wins. Oh man, we, if Creepy Joe stays on. He's going to fucking just keep it going. No, I think if, if I think this is all to make Trump look bad. Yeah, I I think so too. So I think if Biden if Biden wins, then it it goes away because there's no political reason for it. Even though they're locking down Europe right now. No, I think. I, I've seen plenty of people just stop giving a shit now, and they're just like, "I'm tired of this shit." I'm going yeah, I have outside. a lot of coworkers who are like, I don't, "I don't, I'm not wearing my mask anymore." They're fuck this, and you know, you could actually uh, not wear your mask places if you have like this little card that basically says you have a disability, but you don't have yeah. to tell them what disability because of HIPAA. I'll just show them I'm autistic, and then they'll just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I was over this whole fucking virus thing by like the third Mr. Medicare stream. And I'm like, okay, everyone's oh, just profiting yes. off of this at this point. I don't buy it at all. Um, my buddy here doesn't watch Mr. Medicare, but I used to keep up with his streams before he got the, the serious cancer. Which is yeah, some of the best content ever. There's no yes. doubt about it. Uh, yeah, his, I sent it to her. His Finders stream, the Mr. Medicare yes. Finders stream is maybe the most Im- one of the most important fucking things that you'll see ever on YouTube. I uh, I actually had dedicated an episode to try to get these guys to know about the finders. I probably Maybe the most job, important but, thing yeah. that no normie will ever listen to you about. And you'll only look like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll, I'll consider this guy. This guy's got such poor cred- credibility that if he's showing me something, it's true. I feel like 70% chance is I'm, I'm just going to be, I showed him a, the a Nick poly. Fuentes, Ben Shapiro fucking meetup. And he was just like upset about it. Cause Nick, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Nick Fuentes, you know? Yeah. It sounds like a bad party. There's no doubt about it. He, he definitely like rose me the wrong way. Can't stand his ass. But this you're not a, a cat boy. Fan. I'm not a cat boy. Yeah. You gotta yeah. Be a cat Cause boy. then he'd be the right way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking let's, let's get, we'll start with Dottie. So, again, yesterday I was on uh, one of my random like podcast pages, and uh, I think you posted something with your podcast, Dottie. Yes. And uh, what what was it? Uh, I just posted uh, this uh, a post, just uh, you know, asking if there were any other horror or spooky podcasts like in the group, and if so, you know, that we should connect and we should help each other out. Uh, to help promote each other and help get each other listens and stuff like that. Uh, and then, yeah, you commented on it and said, you know, that you're not a spooky podcast, but you were doing a Halloween uh, episode and asked if I'd be interested in coming on. So here I am. And so I was telling these guys the name of your podcast and I'm trying to like figure out like 
where where that originated from. What's the name? It's got to be a reference to I Spit on Your Grave, right? Absolutely. So we are I Spit in Your Mouth, an Ookie Spooky podcast. And uh, it is absolutely a reference to I Spit on Your Grave, uh, 1978 revenge and rape uh, film. And, uh, you know, I mean, for most people that that are big fans of the horror genre, you know, they're going to get it. Uh, so... We we went with it, and uh, we uh, our wonderful friend Coma White made our logo uh, very a la the um, the original movie poster. And is that is that? I no, I saw the the art with the dude's butt cheeks on there. <laughs> oh yeah, God. yeah, that was, that was pretty great. I was like, that's a fucking great picture for like a that's it. A, no a thanks. Fucking podcast, hilarious. Some fuzzy, some fuzzy man cheeks. No, 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 some no, hairy, no. Hairy butt cheeks. That's what we should put on our episode. Our dude, some no hairy thanks. Butt cheeks and shit. Fucking goat say. I don't want to. I don't want him to pull it down. How about here. a man versus jar? Oh, a no. man versus God. a jar, you're gonna go fucking who who's going on about a man? Listen. <laughs> no, oh yeah, Tony last week was talking about fucking jars of peanut butter. But so what what's your podcast about, man? So uh so my podcast is basically uh myself, Dottie Spartans, and my co-host Gulia Spartans, uh, my best friend, and we are um interviewing people, asking them, you know, what it is about the spooky life, what is it about horror, gore, the macabre that they're drawn to and how it influences their their life and, and their work. And, you know, we're trying to get people from all different walks of life. We've had a drag queen. We've had a musician. We've had a, um, a fetish artist. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I heard. I was listening to one of the episodes and uh well so first i was like all right so when when you posted i'll start from from the beginning when you posted the picture i went on your page and i was like i thought it was a chick and i was like oh fucking then i started looking at the rest of the pictures and i'm like wait no it's not and so do you dress up like so i i am a drag queen based yeah. out of new york uh-huh. uh i i am more um, more drawn to uh, a spooky and or horror yeah. aesthetic. So I, I tend to uh, curate my looks and performances based on that. And uh, when I, when we were starting the podcast, I was trying to decide, did I want to do it as, um, you know, a, as Dottie? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. She is, she is horror and glam wrapped up in a honey glazed ham. So why not? <laughs> <laughs> so like, because I asked you about like pronouns because I was like, all right, I don't want to, I want to have someone come on and then have them get offended and shit and get angry. I was like, all right, so like, what do you, what do you have going on with that? And so now, do people like think that you're trans when they see you, or like, is there always like any confusion and like, is it a weekend thing? And how how much do you do of it? So it's, uh, I think on social media more often people get uh, a little more confused and I get a lot of friend requests and messages from guys from like India and the Middle East who are um, <laughs> sending me messages and, you know, baby, I love you so much. Hell yeah. uh, I want to marry you. It's um, always them. It's always show them. Me, right. Show me your boobs. And I'm like, Listen, if you want a pair, you can order them off off Wish. They're 200 bucks from China. <laughs> They're women going to age well. 
so uh, it's um, real. It's really and then real. you know, but it, I mean, it's uh, other than other than that. I, I mean, I, I I consider myself to be um, gender fluid just because uh, for me, it's you know, there are days where I'm where I'm a woman. You know, so does that mean <laughs> you're not a dude, or what is that? I don't understand. Uh, so gender, gender fluid is gender fluid. Um, it's you know, I mean, yes, I I was I was born. I was born male. I'm assigned male at birth. Uh, but for me, uh, when I, when I am in drag, I am a woman and it's, you know, it's, it's just another part of who I am. It's not like, it's not like I put on a character and I am playing a part. It's more of, there's this part of me that I am, that I'm tapping into that is, that's always been there and is always there even when I'm not in drag and when I'm not performing. So, you know, and it, it's a very, um, it's just a, it's a duality of, of my, my masculine and feminine nature. Do do people get mad at you? Like, like people in the LGBTQ, you know, community? Um, I think, uh, I mean, people get mad at everybody for everything. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that I've I've pissed somebody off somewhere <laughs> along the line, but fuck them. So, yeah, because I always <laughs> I always hear about like that 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 fucking like vibe of like people that are trans and like believe in like the whole gender like fluidity thing being really against like the idea of drag queens because they feel like it perpetuates something bad about like you know like the woman the image of women you know. Yeah, I mean, I I I could. I could understand that if it was if people were dressing in drag in order to um, to humiliate and or degrade women, but I feel like more often than not, people get into drag in order to liberate themselves and to lift themselves up. Like I know when I am in when I am in drag when I when I become a woman it is, it's liberating for me. It's powerful. I feel more, I feel more powerful than when I am just like doing my regular day job going around, you know, it's, there's something hyper feminine that is so powerful. Do like, does everyone that you know, know that you do like you dress up or like you have that transition? Oh yeah. Um, my, my grandmother comes to my shows. <laughs> um, my, you know, my mom comes to my shows. My, my, um, my dad knows it's, you know, my, my coworkers all know. Yeah. So See, I, I have a hard time seeing how that, that empowerment when you dress up is, is that unique. Like we're right around Halloween, like children are dressing up as serial killers and you think like there, there's an empowerment there to that, but you know, it's, it's dressing up. Uh, but like they, you know, they get to, to get away from that, that shitty, you know, going to school or for you, it's for me too. It's going to work. And like, I want to jump on my podcast and pretend I'm something else. I think everybody's, everybody's got that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still think it's kind of, it can be dressing up too. I mean, it, it, it is dressing up, but it's also for me, I mean, for so long, my, you know, growing up, I, the parts of me that, um, I was shamed for that. I was, uh, you know, that I was ridiculed for that. I was beaten up for now I can, I can let that out. I can be myself and not have to worry about hiding it 
in order to keep other people from treating me differently, I can use it as a way to command respect and command attention. And I, I like that. It, it's kind of a turn on. <laughs> oh, it's the American dream, you know, uh... not giving a fuck and being able to do it and not being yeah. persecuted. I mean, that is know. gonna be deviant. <laughs> yeah, we learned about deviancy last week too. Uh, it, it involves masturbating next to trees. For instance, if you're in your privacy and you have sex in a peanut butter jar, <laughs> that is gonna be deviant. Yeah, we learned a lot last week. But fucking, uh, do you ever feel like just going like a week? Like, do you do it when it's like a certain environment, or do you just one day feel like, you know, like changing and just being something else and would you ever consider like living life as a woman uh i i i don't think that i would want to live life exclusively as a woman because i think that a lot a lot of who i am as a person is about the duality of it and being able to be phil be dotty and and be able to go back and forth between and i think um for me it's you know i mean there are days where i where i wake up and i'm like i i want to get all pretty today i want to <laughs> do my makeup and, and and really like enjoy it. and there are some days where i'm like you know what i feel much more masculine and butch today yeah. so it really depends do you think the, you know? the nazis who dress up like anime girls are are they drag queens or is that just something else entirely <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never seen them. Um, you never seen you know, them? No, no. <laughs> no one's ever asked me that. Yeah. <laughs> in my head. I don't know. Uh, yes. Why are the striped socks? Why do they always wear the striped socks? <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I guess it depends on on what 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 they're doing it for. You know. I mean, I mean, especially like drag. Drag has always predominantly been a performance-driven art. So. Uh, if it's not for performance and it's it's for you know uh, sexual you know gratification, then then it would be more of like a fetish or kink. Uh, <laughs> what do they do? But, Hold on, you gotta describe it again because you went real fast. Oh, sorry. Yakov, what was it? No, no. no there, there's a certain wing of of the what's the dissident right who has a weird fixation on anime and it's clear that some of them some of them are taking it a little far in their everyday lives whether it's like having their waifu that they worship or becoming their waifu on camera or something weird like that going to the gun rage dressed as a waifu honestly it made me think of it because when you think of drag queens you think of something pretty campy it's almost almost cartoony at times and it's like they're literally dressing up like cartoons the anime dudes. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never seen these guys. Damn. No, you're missing out, bro. This should yeah. have been brought to. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I really am missing out, brother. You always are getting mad at me. The things I show you or try to show you. Well, because so I've come across the the Sisterhood of Perpetual Indulgence. Do you know them? Oh yes, the Sisterhood is is fantastic. Uh, Sister Roma, uh, huge, huge um, uh, inspiration, uh, and she has been always been you know really fighting for uh equality across the board uh especially for lgbtq individuals uh and yeah this this is the sisterhood of perpetual indulgence they're they're i mean they they're drag queens they dress up in uh as nuns but they have a very specific makeup style which is usually the white 
um, almost like clown white makeup. Um, very often they have full beards, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but they're also not, um, they're not exclusively, um, uh, like just for cisgender men. Sometimes, you know, you, you will find that you have, uh, cisgender females, uh, as well who are part of the sisters of perpetual indulgence, um, which, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things drag is, uh, you know, I mean, it's for everyone. It's not necessarily bound to like a specific gender or whatever, but uh, I'm not going to get too much into that because that's a little bit much. <laughs> I want to add something though. To that. I think what uh, they're getting kind of confused with is like, most people don't know how to balance their own feminine and masculine side within themselves. So, so, so many people, the general public is used to what they're born as. So like when you guys almost positive, sir and Vaughn talk about male toxicity, you know, it's, it's toxic to put a man down. If he wants to cry, if he wants to cuddle, you know, if there's days where he wants to put a face mask on with his girl, like, Everybody has that within them. Some people know how to turn it, uh, you know, from left to right, you know, better than other people. And some people are way more comfortable with that. Like, I love when my masculine side is out. Like, I don't necessarily dress in complete drag, but do I wear slacks? Am I, is my posture different? You know, and then when I am more feminine, I'm wearing my corset. You know, if it need be the fake lashes, the heels. Um, and, And a lot of people don't, understand that that it's like you're more in touch i guess even a little bit with your soul because if you think about it we're all just suits right like everyone's just wearing suits it's your soul that reincarnates and kind of goes through everything so when you look at a queer guy and he's all flamboyant all camped out with the drag and you don't understand that it's just because his soul is just in the wrong suit at the time but it's happy. It's extra. It's, it's, it's trying to show happiness to other people. And it's just a way to encourage others to like bounce back and forth. So Yakov, there, there's Yakov. How do you get in touch with your feminine side? <laughs> I drink an entire box of wine and then I find a movie that I can have a good cry over. there's there's metaphysical validity to balancing out the masculine and feminine and you know going further one way one day and the other and like i i don't know okay so there's people who actually dress up as those parts to get in touch with and i don't really get that but i don't necessarily have that much of a problem with it i do think there's a lot of people today who are who don't understand that that metaphysical aspect of it and only understand it as a physical thing. I think that's where a lot of the disgusting politics are coming from. And a lot of, like you were talking about like trans people who could be mad at Dottie for for God knows what, but I think those are the people who are totally focused on the physical and they have no concept whatsoever of, of that, you know, spiritual aspect. And then they fucking kill themselves because life is miserable. And that's kind of why they backlash at people, too, because they're miserable. They're just angry. They haven't figured out, you know, what's the real turmoil. And they haven't been taught the right behaviors, the right mechanisms to think through a situation and just react different to it. But it, it takes a lot of work, you know. And when you're trans, like, I don't quite get it. Like, for me, I'm old school. Like, 
when trans used to be a transvestite, like, yes, he knows he's a man, born a man, but he is all woman. He is rocking that outfit. If he needs to be a man one day and he doesn't wear it, that's fine. But nowadays it's like, oh, trans is just transgender. Like, no, like trans from the get-go was about transvestite because people didn't accept people weren't really coming out and coming with that concept of transgender and metamorphic, like physically changing. So yeah, I can see that where they think nothing but physical. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there is a, what we call a trans umbrella in terms of, you know, transgender is a broad term and there's so much that goes into it, whether that be, um, you know, uh, trans, transgender, non-binary, gender fluid, uh, you know, there's, there's, because gender is really a sliding scale. It's not like a this or that. Yeah, that's and, what it overlays. Like, overlays. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, and I mean, Native Americans had, you know, upwards of twenty gender identities. There's, it's, it's not like it's a new concept. But I think, but because you know, I mean, the white man came in with Christianity and wiped everybody out. So now, <laughs> and forced them all to convert. So we lost a lot of a lot of those. Um, ideals and practices so goddamn white people every time it's always the white people and i'm gonna you know and do it again as, god damn it as a white do it people, again i want to apologize for all the other white people <laughs> dude you could you could pass for like uh like hispanic yeah he's gonna yeah. get that mediterranean get that yeah you could start telling people you're like mediterranean or like hispanic yeah i'm i am very Italian, and that's oh Italians. Pretty much, yeah. I've heard Italians don't count as fully white. No, nope, you're out. No, nope, they don't. If you ask, Italians, <laughs> they will tell you that they are white. <laughs> but then again, I think Cubans are white. So who uh, who knows? They, they can be. So wait, we're more white than Italians. <laughs> I just I disavow. I I still haven't asked Klaus. How do you get in touch with your feminine side? I don't because I don't want to go to HR over it. <laughs> you don't want to go to uh-huh. HR. <laughs> Well, what? if you're gonna do it, maybe do it in the privacy of your own home. Uh, yeah. How, so no, 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 getting in touch with your feminine side. No. You don't cry I don't in think movies. There is one. You don't cry in movies, bro. Nope. Most you're not wearing you... striped socks. No, I'm barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's manly, right well, there. Turn me on. When was the last time you cried, Klaus? Uh, I think when my dog died. When your dog, so, that's a good reason to cry. Yeah, that is a good reason to cry. Understandable. Good. That was 19, I think 92. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, man. <laughs> he wrote down the date. <laughs> yeah, 1992. No, I don't know the date, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's the year. <laughs> that's that's good. If you ever cry again, you know you've gone soft. No, I mean, what if you get another dog and it dies? Don't do no, it. No, I don't have another dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ever dog. get anything don't else you'll it. love again, dude. Just avoid it. Yeah, it's it's usually uh, what they call them those uh, rental agreements where you just can't have pets. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, daddy, fucking. I was curious. Speaking of fucking dogs, I think I was listening to the show and you Whoa. guys. Were, yeah, I know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but you're referencing no, 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 no. The, the song. Just no. so we're clear, my podcast is not about fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is. No, speaking of fucking dogs, not fucking dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the abstract, is it? I think right. But no, fucking. Uh, you guys were talking about. Uh, loving animals more than people and you got, you wanted to kill all the people 
Yeah, kill all the people. Animals are way better than people. Based. I'm fine with that as long as it's all the people. <laughs> right? Listen. If you're... Animals, <laughs> always, hands down. Like, you know, you, you come home from work, you're having a shitty day, everything. Like, you 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 fought with your your boss and then you got a flat tire on the way home and you some kid called you a shithead when you like you walk in and your your pet is there to to love you no matter what like hello low life being yeah i, I like it's, i i never i never like dogs and then i got a dog and i like my dog they just so, completely same. depend on you for survival uh, no i just but they're cool you know because you can see that there's a little there more than more than like a chicken you know, <laughs> like there's something there. I've known some affectionate chickens. Yeah, but still, though, you know, like you couldn't I like even my, cons- my cat more than my dog, and mostly because it like it barely notices me throughout the day. I'm like, thanks, cat. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that because yeah. like, yeah, the yeah, dog notices. Man, the dog notices. Cats are the who needs things. Dog yeah. My, yeah, my cat is very affectionate. Like she she wants to snuggle and like you know, but like if I I, I always if I come home and I've had a bad day. She she knows and she comes and she sits on my lap and she purrs and she's you know yeah it's... my dog my dogs like that too it's pretty cool that's why like they they you know they're not like I'm saying they're not like chickens man fuck you know, chickens <laughs> amazing but but so so you're gonna kill all the people yeah why not listen what do we need more people for so just no more people or are you gonna kill all the people that are here now even even Jewish people. <laughs> Oh, it has to be asked. Someone's yeah. gonna ask it along the way. Oh, if you said all, you oh, gotta man. treat them all equally. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm cool. All of them. I'm in. You kill minorities. You gotta kill minorities. We gotta kill all the minorities. <laughs> <laughs> Not first well, or anything. Well, I mean, I prioritize them, you know, with everything else. So I might as well do them first. Not really. No, I yeah. just kill everybody at the same time. The darker you are, that's where we start. That's what, that's terrible. Well, it's, what? it's like it's like what I say. Like I, uh, there's on one of the episodes of the podcast, I, I had talked about how growing up as a young queer kid, like I identified so much with horror movies, and that's part of why you know I ha- I have this podcast because you know growing up and feeling so different and other and weird, you know, I you identify more with the monster you identify more with the killer like that carry moment of you know i just wanted to be normal and treated the treated the same way as everybody else and you guys couldn't do that so now you all gotta die you know it's that that revenge moment that you like everybody finally gets what is coming to them it's really you know i mean it's 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 like this wish fulfillment moment <laughs> like yeah that's my favorite you know, shit <laughs> you like, like the joker did, did you like the joker um yes and <laughs> no <laughs> why didn't you like it um i think i think the main reason the main issue with, i had with the joker was uh the whole narrative of um, that you are the reason that I am this way as opposed to I am this way and if you can't accept that then there's consequences I think there was some of that though that was a little bit of that I think that's two sides of the same coin to be honest because he he you know was self-aware you know at the end when he shot this dude in the face he was self-aware and he pretty much was like you know you guys are pushing me around and fucking treating me like trash so 
you know like he he accepted who he is in that in that moment in, in that sense i think but uh but yeah i like I, I like that was a good movie that i thought was pretty good taxi driver and pretty much any movie where motherfuckers snaps and you know starts <laughs> killing people it's the american dream yeah listen there's some there's some good psychos out there it's really <laughs> this, like, just do to be a sentient gun oh <laughs> jesus fucking uh that's like the one genre of movie that's never grown but has never like not been there like prevalent like it's really weird fucking horror movies man everyone everyone loves to watch shit die and get fucking gutted of course it's great you can always make watch the horror movies i'm like those teenagers deserved it yeah (laughs) yeah right they did well well yeah they're filthy filthy sinners having sex they clearly need deserve to die kill them all (laughs) (laughs) i I couldn't agree more there's a reason why the the vir the virginal character survives there's a reason why she's the one who can outsmart the killer because she's pure propaganda all 100 percent propaganda i mean you know in 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 the 70s and 80s it was all it was all one big celibacy (laughs) campaign yeah it's crazy (laughs) but people love that don't have sex i would argue that yes people like that probably survive longer than people who are reckless so? Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I yeah. didn't have any fucking kids right out of high school. That sort of thing. Look at conservatives. They live up to like fucking 109. Fucking. <laughs> Who the fuck's living to 109? Dude? Fucking old white people. <laughs> I guess, dude. And they're ruining the country. There you go, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Well, that's that's pretty good. I I was into horror movies when I was younger, and at a certain point, like, like I just I don't know. Like I haven't seen a good horror movie lately that I was like, oh man, that's fucking great. Uh-huh. But I like watching violence. Is it because it's all CGI now and not practical effects? You think That's so? That's my problem. I don't know. I mean, I think I, I like like fucking slow burn shit, like old school type shit, you know? Uh-huh. Fucking, I don't like, you, like the scare, yeah, if the you scare like slow shit. Burn, if you like slow burn shit, um, A24 has some really fantastic movies. I mean, if you haven't seen Hereditary or Midsummer yet, oh, those are you great. Dude, I don't don't even oh. watch Hereditary. It's no, 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 it's not even scary. If you want to be miserable, if you just yeah. want to be fucking miserable yeah. for two fucking hours, watch that shit. For. I think that's the type of shit. I guess for. I, I, I feel like I understand like wanting more psychological stuff. God damn, was that just a miserable? Like the. F- Yes. Miserable, <laughs> miserable movie. It's oh, not man. scary. It's just misery. Like miserable. Well, I feel like, bad for having watched it. Well, I've well, watched everything. Is, I mean, what's more? What is more horrific than than a, like a family tragedy? This is like that's the whole point. Like, I mean, the 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 beauty of that film is that it was written as a family drama, and then the paranormal aspects were placed on top of that instead of the other way around which most horror movies are written where it's the paranormal or the or the 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 horrific uh you know element is written first and then the the drama is built around it where this was done the other way around and it, i mean it plays out like a a greek drama it's it's a very well done movie all the acting is absolutely on point you're going to feel like shit for 2 days after watching yeah. it, <laughs> it is, yes. but, want, but that's it i want a movie that's going to stay with me i mean that movie like fucked me up i remember sit, like sitting on the couch as the credits rolled and i didn't know what to do with myself <laughs> and but it's but that movie stayed with me for the next couple of days and i kept thinking about it and i kept dissecting it and that's like that's what i want from you know i mean as much as i do love my you know my splatter gore b movies 
you know, something that's going to really like fuck with my brain. Like that's, that's what I want. Yeah. There's actually a bunch of hidden gems in that movie. If you rewatch it a bunch of times, you'll find all the uh, foreshadowing stuff that was there. Hereditary. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really And Tony Collette, Tony Collette's performance in that film. Boom, 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 boom. Stellar. She was really, really fantastic. I'll watch it. And then I'll come back and say that I loved it or did it. <laughs> no, thanks. It's just a bad time. Bad I can't imagine time. rewatching this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, right. hell yeah. So fucking we want to. So, um, Dottie. Uh, yes. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. Fucking. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on and tell, tell us where to find you. Absolutely. So uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Dottie Spartans. D O T T Y S P A R T A N S. See, why can't uh, you be on it like that? I know. I, yeah, what's what you guys in your spelling shit, man? These motherfuckers come here <laughs> with their literacy. I and need you at the end out. of the show to start spelling our full name. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you can find the podcast uh, on Instagram. We're at, um, at I Spit in Your Mouth, all uh, spelled correctly. And then, uh, I mean, we're everywhere that you would listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Stitcher. So uh, it's I Spit in Your Mouth and Ooky Spooky Podcast. And, you know, come and, and listen to us talk to some spooky people. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. Fucking thanks for coming on, man. Awesome. Thank you. I do have to run. I wish I could could hang out a little longer, but Ghoulie is sitting in the other room bored because we were watching uh, <laughs> Vampires versus the Bronx, and then I uh, had to step out so that I could do that. Damn. So, well, thank you. That's a, that's a great sacrifice. Guys. Oh, yeah. Godspeed. And, and also, check, yep. out, check out Vampires versus things. the Bronx because that, that shit's good. So. <laughs> okay. Peace. Bye, guys. Thank Halloween. You so Happy Halloween. You're not what you see. Love is kind of crazy with a spooky little boy like you. That's kind of yes, queen. queen. Yes. <laughs> That's a fucking cool song right there. I'd never heard it before. Uh, uh-huh. It's a uh, Dusty Springfield. Who's apparently the lady that does the song, the preacher man, the daughter of a the preacher song? man song. Daughter of a preacher oh, okay. Man. Yeah, yeah, she does that song. Based quality. It's about a, a spooky. It's about a spooky guy she wants to bang. Oh shit! Yeah, everyone loves spooky guys. Fucking so. Anyway, Emma, Emma snuck in here while we were fucking talking and shit. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Hello. Official, Hi, official introduction. We have fucking uh, Yakov who. Who uh, is here for the first time? He's the fucking monster expert. Gang, Ooh, gang, gang, gang. And we have fucking uh, Klaus. Who I think have you guys been on the same yeah. episode before? Yeah, yeah sure. I don't remember. One. Yeah, he had probably. to leave early. What's up with and that? And we were talking about um, what's her name? This girl's girlfriend, Jislaine Maxwell. Jislaine, yeah, Maxwell. Jislaine. Jislaine. Fuck up with her these days. I don't. Know. I don't know, but I heard there's a T-shirt that says "Free Jizz Lane now. I guess, uh, I guess it's pissing no. people off. Oh, so that's the whole point of wearing Toby, it. Toby Nealon wore it on Alex Jones with uh, right. Uh, not Alex Jones with Joe Rogan on Alex. Right. Uh, Alex <laughs> Bro, I'm high. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's getting it's fucking high every time. He can't talk. All right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. It happens. Here. Hold on. I look. 
into the crystal so <laughs> I, I see death I have my little crystal bar right here <laughs> alright so you came you came to give us history and talk about the stars and some chick last time who nena nena this chick started talking about the moon and fucking <laughs> wait till we synchronize with the synchronize moon and i was like parents. what the fuck hold on dude chill out dude that happens, mercury though. retrograde stuff and yeah so yeah. based <laughs> tell us tell us you were gonna remind us about fucking retrograde because i remember it being the planets uh hiding behind each other no not hiding behind each other Man. is this why my life sucks cock right now yes this is awesome. exactly why it sucks awesome. cock right now <laughs> i mean it might suck clit you know depending on the situation but whatever. i wish uh, <laughs> so retrograde basically means when a planet is moving so slow that it appears to be moving backwards uh-huh. and because of that effect Everything has its whole ripple effect with energy. It affects us here on Earth. So it fucks with our... Mercury fucks with our communication. So if you drop your phone, break a screen, fuck up your laptop, your car, you fuck up your car, like it causes all kinds of shit like that. Miscommunication. So with Mercury, you always want to recheck your text, recheck your schedule, reevaluate everything. Are you serious? Is Mercury, wait, is Mercury all fucked up right now? Yes, Mercury is all fucked up right now. That's why I can't figure out my emails. Oh, dude, that I've been having so, so much. That is for your life and your soul. I've been having a lot of email troubles, man. I, just an influx. I've never had this many emails in my life. And I have to, like, piece them together. It's insane. But anyway, continue. <laughs> my bad. No, I believe no, no. It. no. I believe that's, it. that's exactly it. It's emails. See? It's, it's a lot of communication. And where and are then, these fags? <laughs> fucking Keith wants facts <laughs> but I believe it I have facts right there I just told you that my emails are fucked up dude oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway go ahead so the other planet that's in retrograde right now is Mars so Mars is the planet of war aggression so if you've been more irritated more aggressive in your speech and the way you're communicating so all of that's like fucking us up right now. So that's happening. So we have the retrogrades. We have Mercury. We have Mars. Mars making us more aggressive, it's true. more I angry. Look, sir, so, are you a Mars person? No, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, like not double checking and questioning my emails no more. Like I got one response and I'm clicking fucking enter and just out. No. <laughs> I used to, I used to sit around and be like, oh man, is this coming off to this to that? Motherfuckers are just getting emails now, you know? It's pretty great. It's because of Mars. Okay. So, sir, please check and re-evaluate your emails. Before <laughs> no, I don't out. think so. <laughs> get until until uh, November, I would say by, by November 6th, you should be feeling good. And Jeez, I'm going to be paranoid every day until then that I'm going to tweet my yeah, penis or something like that. <laughs> That's like forever. Yeah. From now. It's not forever. It's coming up. Yeah, time's passing fast. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a and new precedent by then. Oh. Yeah. Will we? Oh, Is in that four years? Oh, wait, what? Where? You said November 6th? By November 6th. Oh, no, it's going to take a little longer than that. But anyway, go ahead. You, you were saying. <laughs> yeah, four years. Four more years? Yeah. Damn. 
<laughs> don't don't even joke like that. That's a lot. Eight more years because it eight wasn't a peaceful. Eight more years. God, no. More years. It was a peaceful transition of power for his first term. He should pass Six million years. Six million years. <laughs> Six carillion. That's cool. That's fine too. Oh, man. Oh, it's going off. oh shit! Huh? So another thing on top of all of that, we have a full moon, and not only that, a second full moon of the month, mm-hmm. and it is a blue moon. So that's what a blue moon is. It's when a, a full moon appears twice in one month. Blue moon is an Elvis Presley song. It's uh, oh, no, it's wait. Frank Sinatra song. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a Sam Cooke song. Oh, uh, Beastie Boys. Pretty sure. <laughs> But I, I a ton of songs. Wait, do, what, there are any songs one? about blood moons? No, what's the blue moon do? Misfits. My bad. Did you say blue? So just in general, full moons just make you more emotional. Our body is made of 60% of water. Oh, so hell yeah. You, but the blue one, though, specifically. Specifically, it it's a little bit more powerful. So like your dreams, you probably may experience more lucid dreaming. Um, the fact that we're having another full moon heightening our intuition and like our vibration and the veil is thinning between uh, the human world or our world and the spirit world. Like a lot of people are going to be experiencing a bunch of different things, maybe spiritually, maybe um, paranormally in their dreams. All of that is taking into effect as of right now, because we're made of water. It's another full moon. Our intentions are high. The veils thin between both worlds. And that's what, gives us power you know the fact that we know how to tap into that other side so so can you count up this effect by making yourself dehydrated during the full moon (laughs) yes you can that's actually really true and that's actually a really good question a lot of people don't consider that like if you're trying to practice to be more intuitive and stuff like that and that doesn't necessarily mean that like you working on your intuition means that you're trying to just see ghosts your intuition could be more with linking up with synchronicity um, the, like the right time, divine timing, you know, people know how to work numerology well enough where they know when to schedule, when to do their work, when to like, you know, set in a project, when to deposit money and all of that trickles into effect of them just constantly rolling in into the right time, best opportunities, bonus because of, of this happening at this time. So there is a way to counter it. So you could totally try to dehydrate and not get yourself thinking of that kind of stuff. But then you you make your body feel bad. So it, it's not a good thing to do anyways. I think, Klaus, you've been dehydrating yourself, haven't you? I, I had a calf cramp today. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't drinking enough water. Eat a banana. Oh, Klaus I, don't is- have, I didn't have any at work. They... Uh, they didn't have the heaters turned on, so I was freezing my ass off all night. Klaus is like, a, don't you only eat like protein powder, Klaus? Uh, that's that's usually breakfast. But just nice. breakfast. Do you, then then what do you eat for lunch? Uh, depends when I wake up. Mexican food? No, no. Uh, I'm usually asleep during lunchtime, so it's usually I'll have like breakfast and dinner. But if time. I'm not hungry, I won't even eat breakfast. I heard breakfast is fake news. <laughs> yeah, I heard that you're better. I heard you make better decisions if you don't eat breakfast. I I always feel fat when I eat breakfast. I just feel like f- fucking fat throughout the day. Yeah, um, no bad way. for it. You don't feel. What powerful? are you eating for your breakfast? Eggs about fucking fitty eggs. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I eat whatever the fuck is there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. 
like, I prefer um, eggs for breakfast. Leftover but... Chinese food or you know spaghetti uh-huh. for breakfast. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You never. What am I gonna eat? Some fucking no. Captain Crunch and shit green in the middle of the day, dude. <laughs> already talked about shit. this. <laughs> you Have know? a crash by lunch. Yeah, man. You know, you yeah, such dudes, man. I I make my daughter like eggs, sausages. Well, yeah, it's a child. It's a child. I'm not going to give my child some Chinese food for fucking breakfast. But for well, me, even for myself, though, I would want to eat that for myself. I would want breakfast. You wouldn't want to eat like a fucking piece of meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Not an old damn eight in the morning, nine, ten, thirty in the morning. No, <laughs> I don't know, man. Nah, that cold pizza is legit. My favorite breakfast. Legit. Dude, my girlfriend's never had cold pizza. I was like, what the fuck are you what? talking about? Okay. Yeah, my parents, my parents chew me out for doing bullshit. that. They chewed you what? out? Yeah, like if I'm visiting and then there's like pizza, but I eat it cold. They're like, heat it up. But I'm like, no, no, it's good as is. Why? <laughs> you are microwave they, it. It's fucking garbage. Are they like, you got to preheat the oven or something. Yeah, yeah no, you got to do that other toaster oven, oven thing and shit. Yeah. Microwave it. Do, are they like food elitists? Uh, no, because like they'll want to go eat Thai food, but they'll eat like like chicken fried rice or something, which so, isn't Thai. It's oh, like Chinese American. I'm like, uh, no, like get the get get the pad now or you know get the <laughs> try the pad Thai, you know. But they're like, no, no, they're afraid to try the other stuff. You know? yeah. so just, that is true. You always play it safe with the sweet and sour chicken or the orange chicken anywhere yeah. you go. If they're Asian and they have it, just that's a safe bet. And if they, I, I went to a up, restaurant where they the whole like title was broken English. It just said Happy Guy, and I was like, hey, it's. That's pretty fucked up. I'm going to eat here. It's got to be good. Happy guy. That's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, fucking so we, you know, we are, we are talking about spooky shit. And Emma, you came with some Halloween, you know, cause that's the, that's the most important holiday well, yeah. of the year. Dude. So we want to go into Halloween and it's so funny cause we were already talking about it. Basically it's the only holiday that matters. Yep. It is the only holiday that matters, man. This is the best fucking holiday. Yeah. It is. So, what is it? Where'd it come from? It's white people shit. We'll take we'll it. Spoiler alert, uh, bitch. Uh, and where are these fags? No, that's it, guys. <laughs> so, basically, it all stems from. I want y'all to take a guess. Uh, Scotland. No. Close, though. India. That's second. India. No. No. Nope. Hey, dude, can you believe that this guy gets fucking pervert Indians in his inbox? <laughs> <laughs> I do believe it. It's Man? not shocking to me at all. Uh, f- fucking no, uh, Daddy, the 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 dude was on. Oh, when you he guys missed up the story like today. Uh, I had one of those type of dudes this this uh, morning. Indian pervert. He, he looks Middle Eastern. Yeah, he <laughs> was tagging. Commenting on old photos. Check your inbox. Check your inbox. I check my inbox. It's like I have to. I have, they have to. I have to look at it before I can even accept it or request it or whatever. Yeah. So I open up. He's like, like I want to show you something. I'm like, I don't got time for this. It's ten in the morning. What do you want? Do you, so I was like, he tries video calling me. I deny the video call. I'm like, I don't got time for this. Send a picture. So he's like, I wanted you to see this. And then he sends a dick pic, the most horrible <laughs> dick pic. Here, I'm going to bring no it thanks. up for y'all, too. Oh, is this better than 100 Bynes? Is, yeah. is it better than 100 Bynes? No, he did his butthole <laughs> nutsack more than anything. No, Jesus no. Christ. Hold on, put, hold on. Jesus Christ. If you're not talking, it oh, won't show no. the picture. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's Click on her. No. Click on her video. 
You want to see it? Yeah, I want to see this guy's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Because I, I screenshotted him and I told him, like, thank you for giving me something for my story and for people to laugh at. Hang on, let me Dude. try to. Oh, I just wanted to learn about the Celtic <laughs> origins of Halloween. And here Look I am. Guy. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can you find a way to make money through the Chinese with this photo? But it's for real, yeah. Like I don't know, but it's for real. Like that, that like literally happened to me. Like I'm getting ready for work. I just finished getting my daughter (laughs) to school. I don't need some young bug video chatting me his nutsack. Like butthole, not only a nutsack, bro. Butthole, nutsack. Tell me, not a doctor. I need another drink. (laughs) Drink drink an extra one for me. I mean, what, Yakov? No one sends you fucking uh, dick pics, bro. They went, the he, they went. They literally went to get another drink. Yeah, he, I think he went. Klaus, Klaus, you don't fucking get dick pics, dude. No, I don't. That's terrible, man. There'll be girls yeah. in my inbox, you know, trying to sell me fucking nudes and stuff like that. And those yeah, oh, those yeah. aren't even real. Those are robots. It doesn't. Mean, well, yeah. I guess. But and in that's, the sense, that's not a dick. That's not a even. Yeah, I'm that. getting Emma. What I'm would getting be, boobs and vagina. What would be less offensive to your eyeballs? A picture of a vagina or a dick like that, dude? Hairy as fuck. You seen that shit? <laughs> that is gonna be deviant. Like if someone, uh, what would you rather get in your inbox? Kitty cat for sure. Kitty cat for sure. I would rather see a kitty cat than that. But what so. if someone wants to masturbate? <laughs> anyway, is, fuck it. that Tony? You have gay privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Queer privilege, dude. Yeah. Fuck it. All right. I'm so next. Yeah. Tell, well, us, tell us about Halloween. So it started with the Aztecs. With the Aztecs. See? Yeah, I was waiting for you to say Mexico after I said India. I'm like pointing to like the, the pyramid and like the skull, but you didn't get it. It's okay. But yes, so the Aztecs. And why? Because they were notorious for their blood sacrifice or human sacrifice. Um, they had a um, god of death, um, which Hello? is. <laughs> no. Mitekachawa. It's Muchuquata. It's really hard to pronounce. It's like a bunch of freaking letters. Keep, keep trying to but pronounce it. But their goddess, huh? <laughs> keep trying to pronounce I, it. I, 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 no, no your, your people aren't going to want you back from now on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. read no, this long as uh, name. It's hard. It's hard. It was so racist. And art with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking white. Anyway, what they? No, do. I'm dyslexic. That's what fucks me up. I couldn't well, read anyways. Mexican Indian shit anyway. Yeah, that's okay. I know you've, we have all had her slipped up. So because of them, they love to honor the death, whether they did sacrifices or not. So they did rituals for this goddess. So their rituals is basically the same concept that we're doing for the Dia de los Muertos. So when the Spanish came over and colonized, the way they were transitioning, their, these festivals, they transitioned it into All Saints Day. So what they used to do back then is pretty much what we're doing now. They gave bread. Um, they gave food and food mixed with like blood and stuff like that. So that's where, where mole kind of comes from. Based. So it's a little real interesting. So they got, they got the adrenochrome and the mole. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. These fucking people, man. Pretty much. You don't like yeah. Mexicans? They're great. I love Mexicans. <laughs> How could the same people invent fucking hot chocolate and also drinking blood? See, but here's the thing about their shit, right? These motherfuckers were eating fucking hot water with fucking some sour-ass fucking 
spicy shit. That shit wasn't chocolate, man. <laughs> Okay. That was cocoa. The white people had to come and put some milk in it, some love. Isn't the Swiss mess? Refine it and shit, you know? <laughs> why Why the white people always got to do that? Why do they, why yeah, they, they carry the burden? Why do they have to make things better? Yeah, the burden of refinement, you know? But anyway. We came and we improved things just like we always do. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking racist. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that was so racist. Hell yeah. Anyway, Emma, <laughs> you were saying. You're good. So all of these rituals, as far as back as that I could find, was 3,000 years ago. So Halloween dates back with these festivals of honoring the dead. So not only, like I said, they, they honor the people that passed away, and they would just have a day of celebrating. So it was always um, dancing, um, going to visit the bones, honoring the bones. Um, they always honored the whole tiered aspect where it's heaven, earth, and underworld. And when you think about ofrendas, ofrendas are properly supposed to be presented in layers where you do symbolize your heaven, symbolize your earth, and symbolize your underworld. So I really like that. That was something really interesting that I found that, like, oh, that makes sense, and that's where it all stems from. But there was Pope Benefit the Fourth, who originally had it um, La Mira, which was a holiday for All Saints Day. So it was supposed to honor saints. And originally that was in on May 13th. And what they wanted to do to transition all these indigenous people into Catholicism was to have them change their day of their dead celebration into All Saints Day. So that's where that got transitioned. From the Celtics, the Celtics pagans also did something that was kind of like the Day of the Dead too for them. But there was more based off of the seasons. So the transition of, you know, fall to winter. Um, everyone kind of knows about how Jesus resurrects in three days. Well, that's the concept of the sun, right? Yeah. From the sun setting down for three days, then it resets the cycle. That's our fall equinox. Death, rebirth. This is all about death and rebirth. Endings, cycles, endings. It, this is called the witches, um, like New Year. So Samhain kind of originates from the Celtic pagans. And then the same thing when they were just trying to convert all these people into Christianity, they turned their pagan holiday into All Saints Day. So with like one concept or one holiday, they took out, you know, the Aztec indigenous you know, Mesoamericans um, here in America and then overseas, they did it with the Celtic uh, pagans there. All the witches and spirit healers and, and the people that, that honored all of that. Fucking Jesus. And then, yeah, and it took like several popes. So you had that first pope that moved it from um, May 13th to November 1st. Then you had Pope Gregory the Third that moved it to November 1st. And then finally, you had a Pope, I don't know, something the second that moved it to November 2nd. Probably a pervert. I'm pretty sure they're all fucking perverts, without a doubt. (laughs) Yeah, but that was really cool. So 3,000 years on both ends. Um, Originally, uh, it was called Samhain. So Samhain basically means November. So like I was just saying, like October, um, fall equinox, the end of the cycle, starting a new cycle. Yeah, it is nice. Uh, I was really liking that. It's the nicest season. It's my favorite shit. Mm-hmm. 
And then what's next on the list? You know, I find uh, like sound is very interesting to me because like you can see why the celebrations there, the harvest just occurred. So there's a lot of bounty, but the world around you is beginning to die. Right. And I know with the the Celts in particular, like they would halt wars for the winter. Like they knew it was going to be bad. They knew they had to survive this thing. They hopefully that harvest was was good. But there's not any more food to get after that. So if you're going to get more food, you have you have to hunt it. So I heard that like this is the the point where like the god of the hunt and like stories of the wild hunt would become more prominent. And like you were talking about the veil being thin for the uh, full moon. Well, they say the veil is supposed to be. I'm not sure exactly if it was thinnest on Samhain or if it was just thinner throughout that part of the year. No, but the gods were able to. Samhain. Okay. So yeah. yeah, they would say that the gods were able to communicate with people on this day. And like, I was listening to one crazy Christian guy talking about how Halloween was evil because it's the the holiday of the horned God and you're worshiping Satan and all this pretty interesting. That's completely false. Yeah. No, no, he no, thought no. he was a vampire and a werewolf. So <laughs> yeah, I already thought he was crazy. Oh, I mean, you know, he might be. It might be. He was in the Illuminati, that's for sure. <laughs> that would be a requirement. Yeah, exactly. Plus, plus yeah. being a lizard person. So, I mean, so, like, all of that is tied. Like, so Day of the Dead and all of that is kind yeah. of like part Basically, of the same. Basically, every culture knew and felt it. You know, you have to think about each individual's, like, spirit men, spirit doctors, witch doctors. Generation after generation, they learn that this time of year holy crap, I'm getting like all these visions. They're stronger than any point of the year. You know, things are dying off. I'm feeling called, pulled, you know, goddesses and spirits used to appear to people. They says it in the Bible too. It did it for every, every culture. Everybody had, had that experience and everyone knew the whole transition of seasons, the whole veil thinning out. And it was crazy. Like people from across the pond knew about it. You got people here. You know, in Mesoamerica, that was like on it. You know, I thought that was amazing and so. Was cool. this only prevalent in the northern hemisphere because the southern hemisphere seasons are reversed? It could. I didn't do that much research into it yet. Okay. Like the obsession with death, or just this seasonal thing? The the seasonal magic thing. Yeah, because fucking Mexicans have been obsessed with death forever, dude. Yes. It's like crazy. And it made sense that we were, you know, technically we were the ones that invented, you know, these holidays. I think that that land is cursed. Um, or just, you know, I feel like, I mean, they've said, you know, that there's like certain parts of the planet that have certain energies and shit. And yeah, there's chakra the, points. The energy in Mexico is uh, such that every generation that's existed, I mean, you know, it's probably an exaggeration, but somehow motherfuckers end up killing each other and like, the thousands it's pretty accurate i want to yeah, put this I'm the zone of silence in mexico too oh but that's like uh, the bermuda triangle on land that's what i'm saying there's the chakra points but angel or sir do you do you guys remember in like because I've, I've talked about this before and this is the best way i can think of it the blood is just concentrated with all these people you know that have died on it and i think of like the philosopher's stone and i think of uh, full metal alchemist that whole concept like they did that on purpose like what if there are people out there who are trying to like just spill as much blood on purpose to create this type of i don't know like magnet frequency you know like I, I, our blood has power and energy into it 
And when the, you die brutally, that sends a certain frequency into your blood. That's why there's these adrenal, adrenaline junkies, you know, and adrenochrome. I, I think that the energy drives that tendency, you know, like, because the energy is there first, you know, we're, we just happen to be on that patch of fucking land. Because the same way that these mountains and these motherfuckers go up there and, like, they do their whole monk shit and, like, there's places that are very specific and, like, you know, the, all the pyramids that started popping up everywhere all over the planet at a certain point and, and a lot of those places that they say are, like, powerful with energy. Like, I don't know. I think that there's if there's good energy in a place that could be concentrated in all this bullshit, there has to be bad. I think Mexico's in a bad <laughs> spot. And I think that's why those things happen there, you know. I don't think that anyone could just show up somewhere else and just start doing it and, and, and like, uh, channel that or bring it out or whatever. Like, I think just people find that place and it just does something. And we had a guest uh, on our known as Flame Upon Herb, and he was talking about <laughs> that he believes that they're trying to resurrect a, an old god in Mexico. He was, uh, it was like Husapili or something like that. He was nice. the hummingbird of the, yes. the left-hand path of the south or something like that. Yep. Oh. He is symbolized through the hummingbird. Actually, I already have it marked um, on who he is. I got it for you right here. Um, let's see. Uh, on the other hand, he's the she's. It's an Aztec goddess, actually, of fertility, life, death, and rebirth. She is also known as the mother of gods, who will kill and dismember. Um, who was killed and dismembered by her children due to their offense to her mysterious pregnancy with their newest sibling. And then it hits you. Oh, fuck. These long ass Aztec names. But yeah, it was a goddess. She's a goddess. It, she sounds like yeah. a feminist. Yeah, because uh, there was a report of all the, the cartels that were leaving a bunch of body parts. And like uh, there was a certain map, and they were showing like a uh, Doppler radar. Oh. And this, this circular pattern appeared over Mexico, and it almost looked like an Aztec calendar. It had a very uh-huh. similar geometric shape to it. Based. They are doing some alchemy down there. Yeah. I mean, there's some dude, witchcraft, whatever you want to call that, it. That land has to have something, you know, because there's just filled been, with crazies. There's been places all over the world, and I mean, other cultures have like a focus on death and all of that. But I don't know. I feel like it's maybe it's just because it's closer to us, and you know, <laughs> there's it. probably some crazy Asian culture out there where they're obsessed with death and they're all violent, fucking crazies. It, it seems like every culture has its aspects. That first of all, yes, is obsessed with death. But I think there's aspects like in all cultures that are trying to raise weird old gods. Uh, I think that can be seen. You could you could make an easy argument for that in like the the leadership of the U.S. government, without a doubt. We were talking about Hereditary earlier, and half the reason that that movie bothers me so much is because it's it's so miserable, and I'm pretty sure like the stuff in that movie is like real. I think there are people who are, who are abused and sacrificed based on bloodlines to raise old gods. And that's what Mm -hmm. that movie was about. And it's almost like the people who do that were asking for, Uh for like permission Uh or they're getting our consent to rid themselves of the karmic burden of actually doing this to people. Uh That's what Hollywood is doing right now. Uh Yeah. Andrew, what is his name? Andrew Cooper, the Cooper. Yeah, Anderson Cooper. Thank you. His brother killed himself, right? Their mother was a witch, right? Oh, don't family line. Not the opinion of the broadcasters. <laughs> is that it's what the Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt, uh, the Vanderbilt dynasty? Yeah. Well, and you know, it's like you start hearing people like fucking David Icke, who everyone considers crazy, talk about like, oh, these people are fucking sacrificing children, and then he he drops a bunch of names, and then 
some of them die and you find out that they were at least crazy child molesters and had rings of fucking pretty much child trafficking but like uh, do we stop there like do we just assume they were banging children or like are we gonna go into like well there was rumors of these people sacrificing children and doing crazy shit i believe that's the the sad part about all of this is that shit comes out and then for like two weeks the whole world agrees like okay the government's run by pedophiles or whatever but then they just memory hole it some guy dies whatever it's just <laughs> gone and like they forget about it and something else comes up it's like no nah, it was just those guys it's just these guys and then it's memory hold again we repeat the cycle forever it's like how many people got to get busted before you fucking realize that there are death cults running the world well it's, it's it goes Thank back to, to the whole thing in the beginning where it's like you know we've we've had these conversations before you know we we know that we're going to be fucking further like controlled and we know that we're going to be at the mercy of, of these circumstances that aren't fucking just happenstance, you know, they're, they're orchestrated. Well, we just kind of just like say, fuck it. I mean, you know, this time it's like, oh, we like Instagram and Facebook. We'll just deal with it. And motherfuckers like watching TV back in the day, you know, but anyway, uh, Speaking of fucking TV and uh, people getting brainwashed, what's going on with fucking Snow White, dude? Oh, oh man, the story that I found, which I thought was pretty good, and this is why I picked Snow White. So the story of Snow White, one of the original stories, goes along like this. The evil uh, queen doesn't really start off as the evil queen. So basically, there is a young... Huh? They never, they never do. Yeah. They're always yeah. very nice to you, and then they turn into a bitch. No, no, I just meant that you know she was, oh, okay. they were good, and then they. Get I'm sorry. Last week's episode just changed my perspective on women. Oh yeah, dude. If you want to learn the I nature, I gotta listen to it. Yeah, if I you want, seen, I haven't listened to it. Yet. If you want to learn your own nature, you should listen to it. <laughs> oh, that's the clips you guys were sending me. That was pissing me off. Like that guy has. <laughs> No idea what the fuck he's talking uh, about. No, he had every L- listen, listen no, to it and listen to it. And no, he did not. Listen, was he married? Listen, yeah. to, listen, listen. He was to, married, yeah, right. to someone super boring. Listen, 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 listen. Listen to it, and then we'll have you guys come on together. You guys could fucking discuss. This. Okay, I, I think that would be a great fucking uh pair pairing. No and thanks. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get Gabby and Emma. That'll <laughs> be your. That'll be you guys' return episode. Yeah, it'll be your return. You'll fucking talk to uh the guy, the true nature of women guy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it'd be great. And we'll get we'll get Maui here, the crazy guy, the women. Women, women are like superior. What you were sending me, Van. I did not like what you were sending me. <laughs> was, wasn't wasn't Eddie getting on? Because she wanted to rebuke the. Oh the yeah, guy she did say that. She messaged me and she was like, uh, "I'm gonna want to comment on it." On Peter, dude. Yeah. Oh wow. He upset Eddie's all the women. Eddie's dope. the greatest. He's the greatest. I gotta call. I got. I gotta hit up fucking uh this chick too and tell her to listen to the episode. Okay. Fucking uh. The sex workers. <laughs> oh jeez. I think all the. <laughs> I, I think all, that was cool too. I, I think all the women should listen to the episode so they could learn about you know Og and the mammoth. <laughs> but anyway, fucking. Okay. We're talking I'll about Snow White. That. Snow White. So this young princess queen ends up meeting this attractive king. Um, ends up moving in, they get married, but he, she notices something very odd about his daughter. Daughter is about five years old, but she's super pale, super white, but has the most strangest, creepiest aura about her. Her hair was super dark and black and never ate 
She never ate. She never drank anything. So she wasn't eating. She wasn't drinking. Um, and she only saw her at certain hours of the day. But never always kept track as to what hours of the day it was until one night, the young queen um, ends up waking up to the child next to her bed. And for the first time, she hears the child speak. And the child says, I'm hungry. So as the queen gets up to try to go and get her something, the child ends up biting her hand. And I guess wasn't letting go. And it took force to get the child off. And then from there on, things just started happening. Like weird things started happening. Like the king started getting more frail and thin. She noticed that the bite mark from her hand was not healing like a normal bite mark. It was having like a weird decay around it, some type. It was just not normal. So then as time went on, and these are by like maybe within like a year, maybe two years, uh, the child gets to be about um, eight, eight to like seven to eight years old. And it's a whole weird storyline of, because I didn't want to go into too much detail, but it's a little bit of like, like pedophilia and other things because apparently the wife, the queen ends up finding the king with the child and he ended up having bite marks all over his body. And his dick? Oh uh, no, I don't know about that. They just refer to all over Fuck his body, yeah. like whether where clothes cover, you know, like the and chest. And his dick, dude. It's like, yeah. yeah. clothes you know? cover. Oh, clothes. All right. If all right. Part all right. Always all right. Covered, it's the dick. Thank you. My bad, Mario. Did this story take place in the Black Forest? Because I heard a lot of the, these type of things well, were happening in that this area. This is how, yeah, they ended up changing it. So apparently, Snow White ends up uh, killing her father. Uh, the queen becomes queen. Snow White gets older, and as she gets older, she gets more creepy and powerful, but more beautiful. And then she starts noticing seeing more people around them becoming sick and dying. And then lo and behold, she's just a vampire, basically. That's the, the storyline. And she needs to find new people uh, to cycle through in the kingdom. But it all comes down to the queen finding out that she is a vampire, gets an apple, injects her the queen's blood into the apple, baits Snow White. Snow White bites the apple. The the poison from the apple, what that still has like the queen's blood, is like lodged in her throat. Then when she's found in the forest by this prince, he's into necrophilia. He starts fucking the body as she's asleep. And upon no, 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 thrusting no. her, <laughs> upon thrusting her, he lodges out the piece of apple that was poisoning her. So she awakens. She ends up marrying the guy and ends up punishing the queen for poisoning her. This sounds more based on the Disney version. Yeah, man. I was like, yeah, I, was waiting. Good right there. I was waiting for the Disney part to kick in. So like, uh, do, are we against necrophilia because of the consent issue, or because the chick's dead? It depends on how you view dead bodies. Are they property? I don't know. And technically, like, she was a vampire, so technically, she's like undead. Yeah, she was dead the whole time. Base. So it's the same. Yeah. One way or the well, other. I've seen a T-shirt that says uh, "Dead chicks can't say no." That used to be <laughs> that used to be my favorite saying to tell people. Yeah, for years I've been telling people that for years, and they don't like it. No one likes. No one thinks that's a funny joke. I'm like, did you also tell them the joke that you got to use a curling iron to warm them up? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should transition to dead baby jokes no, or something. No, 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 no. That's just not. <laughs> I haven't heard those in twenty years. 
No, we, we oh, made lots of dead baby jokes yeah. a couple weeks ago. The abortion. We, we had a whole abortion episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so fucking... Well, yeah, so I know... Aren't, like, all the fairy stories kind of fucking crazy? Wait, where did the little midgets come from? Little people. Well, that's, that's uh, the Grimm's brothers. After that story, they, they took that story... And took out the vampire aspect of it and made her into the princess that gets saved and all that other shit. But oh. apparently she was like doing it with the king, then died, and the prince was doing her while she was dead and so we like, punched the queen. We like, oh hell yeah. We like yeah. that better than the story where the chick gets saved. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. It was crazy. It was real crazy. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. I was like, oh. Fucking That's But yeah, no, story. like a lot of those <laughs> It inspires you to beat off. Yeah. A lot of those fucking uh, fairy stories come from like some crazy ass fucking stories they used to tell. Kind of like along the same lines, all morbid fucking crazy shit. But I don't know any of them. Oh. No. All right. What else? what else we got here? That's that. Um, just like something interesting that I found out for uh, La Riona. <laughs> I can't even talk about right that. Llorona. La Llorona. La 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 la. That's how you know you're white. Uh, no, yeah, right? I can't. I hey, Klaus, can, can, Klaus can you say it? Say what? Can you say it? La, la Llorona? Yeah, La Llorona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Klaus could say it, dude. He's German. Klaus is Mexican, is he? Uh, he's Nine. German. Nine. Nine. Yeah, he's a Nazi from, well, Me- from um, Mexico. I like I think. this. There was just different stories on her that, like, there's stories about... Her finding her husband cheating on her, so she kills the kids. The kids. Um, yeah, there's a story where a, a spirit possesses her, like the river spirit possesses her, and then ends up drowning her kids. And when the spirit releases her, she is devastated to realize what she's done. So therefore, she drowns herself, and that's why her spirit haunts. Um, the song of her is based off of like the man referring to a woman that he can't leave because every time she cries uh, when she tries to um, leave her. So, like, there was, <laughs> there was all these good things. There was all these little things. I Yeah, I never, I know that she just cries and then kills you. And then there's that. There's a lot of mixed stories as to what she does. Like, there's people that, that will say that she punishes bad kids, that she just takes any kid, um, that she takes, you know, anyone who's an adulterer. Like, if you cheat... She'll come after you if you're, you know, there's all these different stories. But she's in a group and an umbrella of just like white ladies or white ghost ladies or white dress ladies mm-hmm. where it's spirits that, that you encounter and then they end up vanishing, but some type of haunting. I, so, and she's in Mexico too, isn't she? Yeah, she's in Mexico. But yeah, there's it, someone. Yeah, I heard like people say that they crossed the, uh, the Rio Grande and they've encountered her and they've reported her to like, uh, the border patrol agents. Wait, is she a coyote? <laughs> no, no, but like there's times like uh, there's a guy who wrote a book, I can't remember what it was called, but they were saying that these border patrol agents encountered the La Llorona because they, they didn't know what was going on because they saw this woman crying by the river and they went to go ask if she needed help, if she was all right, and they said that she turned and didn't have a face and they freaked the face. <laughs> That's that's very common. Is that there's like a a woman by the river who's like an a, a bad omen. Like in Europe, you have uh 
you have what was it? She's like a washerwoman who's like washing clothes by the river. When you walk up to her and you see the clothes, you realize it's your clothes, and it means you're about to die. Ah, uh, nice. That's pretty freaky. Yeah. Fucking Europeans. Indeed. I wonder if there's a Japanese version. Oh wow. There's a there's a Yorona in uh, Red Dead Redemption too. Nice. I think. That's oh, that's cool. cool. There's a chick. My- crying and she turns around and fucking starts chasing you. it's like holy fuck and then a bunch of hillbillies pop out and try to kill you so uh, some of my favorite spooky videos are are like the mexican videos out at night in the desert and there's some like creepy lady wearing white hopping around they're usually <laughs> they're usually labeled like bruja videos oh like, hell so yeah i'm really into like the uh like the mexican wizards and sorcerers and everything it's emma's a mexican fuck. bruja aren't you emma mm-hmm. yep I'm going to see my coven tomorrow, actually. Are you guys going to put some spells on people? I'm probably going to hex that dumbass that fucking sent his dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to put a curse on his dick so it doesn't work no more? Probably. I mean, it don't look like it worked. It wasn't hard or anything. It looked nasty as hell. He's like worshipping Shiva, hoping you send Bob. We'll see which god wins this one. I'm pretty sure my god's going to win. Is that white Jesus? I got Jesus? the lady of death with me, so she my girl. Oh, so it's not white Jesus? I think Jesus, white Jesus is going to no, win. No, La Santa Muerte. Wow. Yeah, but I, I heard like the different colors of what she's wearing. Yeah. Are different things. Yeah. Yeah. Hula Llorona? No, no Santa Muerte. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that that's like a whole fucking thing over there. Like, deep, deep. No, it's everywhere. No, I know, but just the whole Santa Muerte, like fucking, just in that in that culture specifically, y'all are crazy, man. These Mexicans, dude. Yeah, we also have a patron saint for the narcos. I forgot his name. Oh, um, Pablo Juan or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Like we literally have stores where women walk into and then be like, "Oh, let me get a Santa Muerte statue so I can curse my fucking neighbor because she bought a fucking new car." That's not what fucking she's meant for. At all. Well, that's what they take it to. How do you know? What the fuck? You work at one of these know. stores? I've been no. reading and studying and this been guy, doing this. This guy? No, Mark. Oh, Mr. Van Rollington. <laughs> I, I hear the cheese as they would say. You just hear his aunts talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, just get your grandma to rub an egg on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and then it'll come out black. Fucking uh, Klaus, are you, aren't you Mexican, bro? No, uh, no. Did I ask you this before? I thought you were Mexican. No, I grew up in Texas. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, there's got to be some Mexican. Mexican in there. confirmed. <laughs> I got a lot of family in Texas. I'll tell you that. Speaking of Mexicans, what the fuck's going on with the Red Solo Cup, dude? The Red Solo Cup was kind of cute, a little something, something that I, I thought that would be kind of nice with Halloween going in. So originally, obviously, when we were having cups, we had, what, skulls, we had um, seashells to drink out of, horns to drink out of, then we made cups out of clay, then to show different classes of royalty and, like, lower class people, you know, you had chalices and stuff like that while people had the -the run-of-the-mill shit, run-of-the-mill material. Then you had pimp cups. Say it again? You had pimp cups, too, in the early 2000s. And pimp cups. There you go. But with the solo cup, the whole purpose <laughs> of the solo cup is that there used to be public uh, drinking fountains that had the same cup chained to the fountain that everybody used to use. 
Oh, community cup? Community cups. Damn. Nice. Like it was a big old fountain. Like the picture that I saw, it's like one of those big old water fountains. And it has like this big copper like cup thing with a chain. And you just see like people there. And it's like they're sharing the same thing. Like That's terrible. It is terrible. It's super terrible. Imagine how much COVID they spread. But you know what? I bet you the Jewish people weren't drinking out of that shit. They're smart. That's why they never died during these fucking... Every time there was a plague, they they wouldn't get sick. And people were like, oh, they're fucking cursed. Or they're fucking... They they did this to us. Yeah, they did it to us. They poisoned the well. (laughs) Yeah, they're not drinking out of our fucking solo cups. Cherry with everybody. Bunch of nasty ass white people with their teeth rotting and shit. Fucking limeys. Wow. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Well, basically, that. some guy who used to work for a card company uh, was making heart shaped boxes, then came up with a blueprint and concept of the single um, use cup, the ones that are shaped like cones. Yeah. So he invented that, and it's the perfect concept of a one use because you can't set it down anywhere. It's a cone, right? Mm-hmm. It's so like, then from there it's like when damn. they put spikes on benches so homeless people won't drink on them <laughs> yeah won't drink on them <laughs> sit on them. anyway but um he basically came up with the concept of solo cups um and he based it off of the from the cone he based it off of something that you can actually stand and hold up and then um what they used for advertising to get rid of or have people stop using like the public fountains and stuff. They used to send out flyers of a toilet seat chained to a skull as a cup. So I thought that was kind of cute, creepy, disgusting. That's good propaganda bit. right there. Spooky. Yeah. And spooky, but like the propaganda, they're going to put a toilet seat telling you that it's a toilet That's water. That's masterful. Like. I got to admire that. That's almost positive right there. It's yeah. like a toilet seat on your skull. That sounds like something from a. Uh... We get Idiocracy, sh- where they were saying, I want to drink water, and they're like, Oh, you mean from the toilet? Oh, yeah. Then we shit on your head. That's cool, man. Oh, uh, like, yeah. And the I, red cup, uh, the red color just came from the um, sun picking up the red color, like liking the color. I like I like the whole uh, fucking cone cups and single use thing. That's a, terrible. It's just cruel. Yeah. <laughs> That's so bogey. It reminds me of those. Those toilets they invented for like for workplaces where it's like on an angle. They so lean forward. If you, if you, yeah, if you're sitting on the toilet for more than like five minutes, your legs start to get tired. Yeah, that's so cool. I like these like subtle like torture devices that people have. <laughs> yeah, didn't we talk about those toilets at one point on one of the episodes? No, we talked about bidets. Yeah. This is A an lot. early episode. I could go for one of those. A I'm bidet? In. You, like, yeah. you like getting you your butthole licked? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Damn. yeah, you like getting your butthole licked? Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure, why the fuck not? <laughs> to get that on record. I know. That's one of the questions we ask everybody that comes on. <laughs> Love it. Big fan. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, other than the mattress question. That's a hot seat question, yeah. So what do you think about floor mattresses, Yak- Yakov? Do you have one? And uh, are you okay with I have, it? I have had one. I... I have no issue with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to be forced to get that fucking box spring yeah, for my gr- by my girlfriend, dude. I was fine with the mattress. <laughs> she does, see her legs are weak. She can't do any squats. So getting out, getting up in the morning was hard for her. I think she's a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. What What do you think, Klaus? 
Um, it's good for the back. I know they sleep on the floor in Asia, uh, but I have a regular bed. I don't have a box spring on the ground. So, so what do you have? You have a bed frame and a bed on it? Yeah. Did you ever go through the phase where you were sleeping on the floor on the mattress? I did because my I had one of those really cheap futons that broke. Oh, okay. And then I just didn't buy bother buying another one because I knew I was going to move like less than six months. Do were you forced to get a fucking bed frame? No. What possessed you? Um. Are you just an advanced? Uh, you're yeah, just advanced. advanced. No, I I just I, I move a lot. I move a lot. So like uh. There was like a time where I relocated over 16 times in a four-year period because of layoffs and shit like that. Yeah. So what's that like, have to uh, do with a bed frame? <laughs> when you're, when you're, when you're, often, you're not going to like pack a bunch of shit in your car. It's like what fits in the car goes with me. So you're just saying your neutral state is that of having a bed frame? Right now, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Hey, man, this is these are important questions, dude. I know, yeah. It's just maturity. Like you just mature the fuck up. Like I'm not gonna just crawl onto the fucking floor right now. Like I'm gonna <laughs> get on my bed properly. I mean, before okay. my bed got here, He's I slept on a yoga mat, but that was like for a week, you know. Yeah, Yakov, what do you think about that, dude? Where's your maturity? Dude, I think I think we should all sleep in the dirt and drink from puddles. Single-use cups. Are you kidding me? <laughs> drink from the fucking puddle, you fag. Can I say that? I'm yes. not sure. You can yes. say whatever you want, bro. <laughs> yes. We are. Uh, we celebrate uh, diversity here, and uh, we celebrate F slurs. Yeah. That's just N slurs, G slurs, all the slurs. Yeah. Anything you want to say? Do you want to say anything else? Are hammocks? Are hammocks okay? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We're talking about like, uh, how about Emma? If you walk into a guy's room and all he has is a hammock, what would you make of that? And all he has is just a hammock. Yes. Yeah. And an Xbox. And an Xbox. <laughs> no, no. See, hold on. I was gonna add another variable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna add the guitar variable, but an oh, Xbox, a guitar. You better sell. I'm okay with musician being musically yes, inclined. So that's fine. But. At what age do you guys think any of this shit's still acceptable? Because, like, like, okay, you have a futon and an Xbox. Do you have any ambitions to getting, like, a house? I have Halo 3. I could buy a house with some cash right now, but I don't want to. You could buy a house and couch and put an Xbox and a hammock in that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But it just all comes down to, like, what the guy actually wants and what I want. If I just want this guy just to have fun with him, I don't care if he's out of futon or whatever, but <laughs> if this is someone I, I want and I want to be with, do I really want to be with someone who just thinks that's okay? Does he not want more? A hammock? Know? What's wrong with a hammock? Yeah, what if he owns, like, the mansion? Enough. You're what? telling me you're able to fuck, like, how you would want to fuck no, on, on a hammock. No, on the floor. He probably has carpet. It's like, it's like a trapeze. <laughs> Y'all don't have good enough sex, then, if y'all think this is acceptable. I'm sorry. If, if hey, wait, wait, hold on. Talking. Have you ever had hammock sex? Yeah, I've right? had hammock sex. Are you kidding me? Are I'm you kidding sorry. me? Like, this is a common thing? What kind of life are you living, dude? I've never even um, heard of hammock sex. I know sex. my body, and I'm okay You ever just do the double sex. 180 in, in the heat of the moment? <laughs> Give me a push, flip. Give me a push, baby. Give me this whole flip. What a helicopter right now. That's cool. You could do like like a Hunter Biden. You could like cocoon yourself in the hammock and turn oh, yeah. yourself upside down and put your dick outside of it. You got a plank. I'm a picture, man. That'd be great. Like, how do you guys not think? Like, you need cushion. You need you need furniture. 
you know, as, as adults, as partners I'm, and stuff like that. I'm waiting for if zero it's, gravity sex. It's not, we're yeah, not there oh yet. And, for, and until then, you'll settle with floor mattress yeah, sex. Yeah, floor, floor mattress sex. <laughs> no, not, not always. Carpet burns and all. how clean and, and stuff he is. There's nothing wrong as long as you're super clean and, and you have ambition and you have a job and, and stuff like that. Like, you're a fucking scumbag piece of shit and you got stains <laughs> on these fucking mattresses or stacked habit. up to five of them. That sounds like <laughs> a lot of repressed anger right there. Yeah, who are you mad at, bro? Yeah, what happened you mad to at? you? Who invited you and had a dirty no, hammock and shit? You guys have to understand when women hear just mattress on the floor, we get that image of just a dirty, nasty mattress <laughs> on the floor. What if it's a clean Japanese person, yeah. dude? Then that's different because you see that. You see who oh, they so are. So it's based on fucking. I'm so raised. if you're Japanese, it's cool. Not that you're, if you're Japanese, you, you could be Japanese and so dirty as hell. Oh. That was so racist. Yeah, that was pretty racist. <laughs> that you can still be dirty as hell. Listen, Japanese people are the cleanest. <laughs> and where are these fags? They also eat on the floor, too. They're superior because their floors superior. are clean as hell. You'd eat on your floor, too, if they were that clean. It's they don't knowledge. wear their shoes in their house, though. That's because they're clean. No, they don't. I, I don't wear my shoes in my house, either. I, I never take my Doc Martens off. <laughs> you, never, <laughs> you never take them off? No, they sleep. stay on I for the sex. With those. They had to stay on during sex, babe. <laughs> Hey, that's okay, right? Yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what if the guy never? What if the guy has the best bed frame and and he always wears his Doc Martens? Okay, so that's fine. What do you think about guys that get pedicures? That's fine. Hmm. Damn. Well, yeah, Emma, Emma doesn't mind the the strange. She's in touch man. with her gay privilege. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't mind the strange men, do you? No, I don't. I man, so last year in New Orleans there was this long haired <laughs> little like bi boy and I was like, You gay, huh? He's like, Yeah. But he ended up like going gaga over me and I ended up making out with him. And he looked like and, what? Like a pirate. And I, like, of the like, Caribbean so you're bi? Extra? He's like, Well yeah, yeah. I was like, Yeah, I was like, Okay, I was like, Okay. Oh, Super girly. Guys, I, I think it. there's a lot of guys that pretend to be gay just to get some pussy. That is going to be deviant. That works. <laughs> it hey, works. I, I know I it works. It. Definitely works. I've seen it work and shit. It's submissive. Crazy. It was great. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm gay. But then, like, but, you know, I don't know. I'm open-minded. Like, Okay, dude. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it's freedom. That's the yeah. best thing to do, to just just have no boundaries. Like, not, not boundaries, but not, mm. you know, gender boundaries, I guess. Just go bang it's anything. Some boundaries. Your own boundaries. You yeah, know, boundaries. Like, don't do this like, to me. But you know, imagine just being able to bang anything. That's great. Uh, I admire it. It's an American so. dream, dude. I don't think so. You don't think Sounds so? Like a lot of people work. People are into humping trees. <laughs> it's fucking gay. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You think so? Well, I honestly, dude, I'd rather just fucking chop it clean off, you know, because then I don't, I don't have any of these fucking problems to worry about anymore. It's me and Halo Three, me and Master Chief. Base. You, you like your dick or your balls or both? Um, I'd probably leave one ball so I can still, you know, fuck around with it when I get bored. He's like a fucking. Why don't samurai. you just replace them with something like a? You know, they have replacements for your balls <laughs> when, you, when you lose one. Yeah. Why don't you just replace them with like fucking fake balls? It'd be like a like stress balls. Yeah, Would you get exactly. bigger ones. You could get bigger ones. <laughs> you could get bigger ones. Is the thing. It's like for guys that lose one ball, they'll balance it out with a fake ball that just hangs there and shit. Really, really brings your sense of balance, back. right? Yeah, it probably would. 
<laughs> like a cat's whisker. Yeah, like a cat's whisker. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't walk right. You'd just be like listing to the side if you didn't have both. When you have an ear infection, I hear it throws your balance off. So, If you lose one of your toes, you'll, you you can only walk in circles, I've actually heard. Like wow. if you if you lose your right toe, you can only walk in clock counter no yeah clockwise circles, and if you lose your what? left toe, only counterclockwise circles. I don't know about that, man. How many people have you ever have met without the fucking toe, without one toe? Well, not nobody. So. Exactly. So I'm, I know what I'm talking about, dude. Anyway, you met somebody? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I know all sorts of people with no toes and shit. I'm about to test oh. this right right now. Let us know. Videotape it. Yeah, videotape it. Where where you can turn on your video and show us. I'll do it. Are, are you gonna take your Doc Martens off? Oh shit. Oh uh, <laughs> fuck me, there's steel toe. Uh, I'm gonna need it. I need to get my tools out for this one. That's smart. That's a true champ. Alright, where the fuck Dedication. is our, our news? What? I don't have Carlos. Carlos is just separate clip, dude. Yes, you stupid fuck. That's the fuck. dumbest shit I ever heard. Oh, hey, it's fuck up the news. You never explained that to me. You were the one who's all like, I'm going to do it. The, the whole time, shit. Every time. You fucking... guys can never get the news part right. <laughs> fucking the guy. Fucking, you're supposed to send me the, the, the song with the fucking clip. I did. Not just send me just the clip. So why The, the fuck... song with the clip? Why would I fucking do that? That's so stupid. You fucking retard. I'm Are you still using that destination song or did you <laughs> no that's uh that's our buddy that comes on and that's his segment you know that's oh, okay yeah his segment he brings us random internet shit we we're we're trying to graduate to there there's a video of a guy putting his whole head in a chick's vagina um I've, i saw that when believe it or not when i was like nine on like kazaa i haven't seen it man if I ever die, like someone better go to my parents' house and take their computer, just take it. They won't <laughs> notice. Throw it in the fucking ocean with the car batteries, because like the FBI can never find that. Things I did when I was nine. Did you? So God speak- damn, my daughter's eight. You're scaring the shit out of me right now. <laughs> oh yeah, finding- the Wild West. She's probably seen worse stuff. Finding things. <laughs> I hope not. With with like phones and shit. I don't know, man. Like when we were kids, we had to like find porn stashes. Or you'd find shit walking around fucking in, in random places, but now you could just Google some shit. Some shit will just pop up on Google when you're just Googling regular shit. Yeah, I remember guys used to get Playboys and they would cut pages out and try to sell them individually at school. Damn. I do not recall that. That's crazy. That's the thing you guys used to do in your school? It's, that's cool. You remember he's a little yeah. bit more boomer than us. Yeah, that's just pre-internet <laughs> days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that ain't no fucking news. That's, that's your news clip, dude. Do it again, bro. Go do it over, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it over. <laughs> ain't no fucking news. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. Take two, bitch. Anyway, so fucking speaking of uh, sexual, de- sexual deviancy and uh, perverts and vaginas and... You know, all that shit. Um, but what if someone wants to masturbate um, next to a tree? All right, dude, listen. <laughs> this fucking... Did you guys hear of the Nexium okay. sex cult? Are you guys aware of this guy? Yes. Nope. Oh, um, yeah, he got 120 years. Yeah, fucking... So, but but apparently he's a good guy and shit. He's cool, you know, but... Well, I mean, what... I, I heard about it, like, what, a year or two ago? 
And I'm was it because the Allison Mack drew attention to it? Her involvement that? with it? I don't know who that is. She was on fucking Smallville or some stupid show like that. That oh, was like her biggest claim to fame. Yeah, yeah. she was found guilty of like human trafficking, I think. Yeah, she was. That bitch. But anyway, yeah. at the behest of Nexium. Yeah, he yeah. got he got caught up right now, so Tuesday, the founder of the self-help group Nexium sentenced to 120 years behind bars self-help for charges group. including racketeering, sex trafficking, and forced labor. Prosecutors say Ranieri, known as Vanguard to his followers, was a con man and a predator who exploited women, blackmailing them to be his slaves, have sexual relationships with him, and having them branded with his initials. It was the most... <laughs> inhumane, horrific way to treat anybody. In court Tuesday, Ranieri maintaining his innocence, calling his victims free-thinking adults. India Oxenberg, who joined the group when she was 19 years old, emotional at times, telling the judge Ranieri stole seven years of her life, calling him a sexual predator, adding, I will be a victim of Keith Ranieri for the rest of my life, but I don't need to live as one. I'm trying to figure out how people get into these cults and these situations and shit where there's what? like a crazy dude trying to bang you and then you just stay living with him and the other 12 I want to know about the cucks who join these fucking organizations that let the dude fuck their wives I didn't hear a lot about no. I didn't hear a lot about guys do you have some insight into this are you uh have you been in a cult like that fucking yakov uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I took a bunch of acid and started my own cult, but I, I <laughs> do know about these things. Um, it seems to me that, well, first of all, you can see how, how these types can get caught up in weird cults when you look at Scientology, for example, but then like, there's something more to it. It's not, it's not just like the fad aspects, like the social aspects. It's not just that because like even Scientology, you got to assume like has dirt on some people. Like they basically did like therapy sessions for years with people and they, they recorded all of that. I think it's probably it's similar with something like Nexium or this relates to the finders which we talked about previously it's all i think it's all connected the issue is that i think the fucking cia is is like heavily involved with things like nexium i think things like uh like mk ultra are connected to all of this i think there is actual mind control going on so it might start out social it might start out as as the kooky cult that's you just go because it's fun but like i think this gets way more sinister well yeah if you look into it uh the whole Manson family and all of that, there was ties to the CIA and the drugs and all that shit and studies. CIA has always been involved, so always. But they definitely, the Charles Manson and them, they were definitely, uh, Charles Manson was not, not, not an asset, but just kind of someone who was known. And during that time, I mean, these motherfuckers were getting fucking acid from, you know, pretty much those labs and shit. And they were doing studies on people without knowing so, but you know, I think Charles Manson was a CIA uh, agent. All of that early acid scene was they were all being supplied the LSD right. from from experiments that had been done previously in actual laboratories and things like that. Like Manson didn't have a fucking laboratory. Laboratories hippies didn't have a laboratory, but Albert Hoffman had CIA connections, and the CIA had connections to all of these weird little groups. Just like crack in the hood in the eighties and nineties, dude. Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. These motherfuckers. Anyway, uh, the sex cult. India's mother, Dynasty star Catherine Oxenberg, spent years publicly fighting to free India from the group. How's your daughter doing in hippie school? 
my my daughter is uh, is is still on the inside. She's not not back yet. This morning, Catherine speaking out exclusively to GMA. I did everything that I could in my power to stop this man from abusing and exploiting women. And today, that has happened. And people have seen him for who he is, not this mild-mannered guru, self-help leader. He's a vile monster. And he deserves to be behind bars. And Ranieri's attorneys maintain his innocence, saying he is proud of his life's work and determined to fight in this case. His latest bid, however, for a new trial was rejected by a judge just last week. Trying to figure out what his life's work is. Is it like banging a bunch of chicks and getting them to brand themselves? Of course. (laughs) To fuck. But he came out. He came out and he made a statement and he doesn't feel like fucking uh, he got a fair shake. I mean, who gives the legal system, you know, who does the legal system actually give a fair shake to? Uh, rich white people, right? <laughs> Isn't that what Was he been? rich and white? Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, here's, here's him. You know, one of the things that's most important in our country is the justice system. And although, you know, people can hate me and do and think I'm an odious type of a character, you know... Uh, Awful, actually. Um, they both, the devil and the saint, should be able to get the exact same treatment under our justice system. Yes, I am innocent. And although it is, this is a horrible tragedy with many, many people being hurt, I think the main thrust of this has been the oppression, but really a, a different issue, which is hard for me to express. There is a horrible injustice here. And whether you think I'm the devil or not, the justice process has to be examined. I apologize for my participation in all of this this pain and suffering. I've clearly participated. I've been the leader of the community. He's taking ownership. Which community? Uh, Nexium, dude. Uh, you know, a bunch of perverts. Or uh, it was a sex cult. I, I've You hardly hear cults be referred to sex cults. They're, aren't they always sex cults? They are, but nah, I mean, they're never referred to as sex cults. These are like, you're actually finding them guilty of human trafficking. Like, this is another fucking level. I'm like, like fuck this guy. And then, like, he's also probably being used as a scapegoat in order to brush, like, the real perpetrator. And honestly, I'm sure this guy's a real perpetrator, but there's people, like, above whoever this asshole is. I'm and sure. Like, they're, they're crucifying him to make sure, like, they don't get any further than that. My God. It sounded too scripted. Way too scripted. What? Well, you know, you got to be good at talking if you're going to lead a cult. It's usually amazing. It's what gets you the, it's what, it's what, it's what gets people. And he's, he's a, he looks kind of like a Jesus type, you know, good looking fucking Jesus type with the long hair and everything. So, you know, it's nice, dude. You should, we should start a cult. Yeah, we talked about having a church. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't, I mean, these chicks, like, you know, when, you know, like, you're a cult leader and you got all these crazy chicks and they're, like, all, like, oh, over I mean, you. we do have a bunch of crazy chicks that come on. It's creepy, though, you know, like, when a chick's into you like that, like, oh. uh, all powerless and just acting stupid. Yeah. See, I, I'd rather just go to, like, a music festival, like, once a year and you can just tell them you're a fucking wizard. You have a bag of coke <laughs> on you. They're not going to argue. So, like, 
dude, you just do it once a year. It's a good time. They got fucking pasties on. They've made poor yeah. life decisions. Why not? Yeah. Is that what Char- you do? Fucking scars all over her arms from self harm. Like, <laughs> that's how you know she's a keeper right there. <laughs> that's how you know the wizard, uh, the wizard cocaine know. approach is going to work. <laughs> that's cool. I don't know. I haven't tried it. Yeah, Klaus, Klaus, Klaus what, what's, what's your approach? I don't have an approach. That's his approach. <laughs> that's his approach. Complete indifference. I don't care. They just fall Be yourself, at his feet. man. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's power. That's big dick energy, man. You know, when you're, no, com- when you're completely indifferent. Yeah, he's got an approach. It's no approach, dude. And this guy shows up like a wizard with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the Some two. Say I'm trying too hard, but I won't argue with results. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, yeah, you know, you got to find your groove, man, and ride that wave, you know? How it works. Just like fucking Amy uh, Coney Barrett. <laughs> From judge to Justice Barrett. Hi, Amy Coney Barrett. Exactly one month after being nominated by President Trump, Amy Coney Barrett now joins the nation's highest court, concluding one of the quickest and most controversial Supreme Court confirmations in modern American history. I love the Constitution and the Democratic Republic that it establishes and I will devote myself to preserving it. The ceremonial swearing in Monday night at the White House with Justice Clarence Thomas doing the honors. So help me God. So help me God. The late evening event punctuating the most partisan confirmation in more than 150 years. All but one Senate Republican, Maine Susan Collins, voting in favor of Barrett. Every Democrat voting against her four years after Senate Republicans blocked President Obama from filling a court vacancy. What this administration and this Republican Senate has done is exercise the power that was given to us by the American people. You may win this vote, but you will never, never get your credibility back. Barrett's addition to the court would impact decisions on abortion rights and health care. With Democrats concerned, she could be the decisive vote invalidating the Affordable Care Act with a hearing two weeks away. Barrett will also be seated in time to hear any cases that could help determine the outcome of the election after declining to say whether she would recuse herself. Where's your Michael Myers music, bro? It's over. I know, it's over. But I really was admiring this guy's fucking radio voice. I want something like that. Yeah, sound like a professional on the radio and shit. Yo, Yakov, you have a pretty good fucking uh, countdown voice, man. That's fucking impressive, dude. <laughs> Number 15. Give <laughs> yes. the foot lettuce voice. It doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> I love good. those videos. No, it's great, dude. It I, it's an admirable uh, countdown voice, man, if, if I must say so. And you know what? Fucking, fucking Klaus, too. Klaus, do you have to tell me the truth, man. Do you do a mystery man voice when you talk on purpose? No. all right cool that's fucking good to know i mean it's i i I don't know that's a perfect answer though right because if he if you were doing it you would say that yeah no if i was being a mystery man i would say i could neither confirm nor deny deny that answer yeah (laughs) all right so fucking are you guys scared about emma emma i guess you you would be scared right are you scared about this lady Uh, no, I wouldn't say scared, but concerned. What do you think she's going to, you really think she's going to take away health care and abortions? Scary. I think she's paid. I think she's paid. I don't think she's, you know, for us. And 
everything's a, a scheme, a, you know, everything's paid out to companies lay are, out the way it should. Companies are trying to make sure we don't have abortions? You think she, uh... You would think they want more fucking unskilled labor. You think she's gonna re-elect Trump? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> you think they're gonna take it to the Supreme Court and then she's gonna be the? What if there was a plot twist and she betrays Trump? Oh shit! I love that. Typical oh. woman. <laughs> Typical woman, dude. She would. They're deceptive. Yeah, she Not she, even. she got herself into the courthouse and uh no wait what is it? Wait, <laughs> is that the only? Court. Wait, so that's the only way that she can redeem herself is by stabbing Trump in the back? Well, we don't like Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got her win by any means, bro. I see. Well, uh, uh, we wish her luck. We hope the fucking chupacabra doesn't come and eat her and shit. She's gonna, she's gonna keep America fucking great for the next. Uh, she looks healthy. Twelve years. Oh, healthy, 40, mommy. Forty years, mommy. Yeah, you guys like her. You want to kiss? I her? do. I'm, I'm a big fan. I don't give a shit about I'm, her. I'm more of a Tulsi fan. Tulsi Gap. Oh my god. Coconut milk. <laughs> Silver <mommy>. Fox. <laughs> so wait. Lost something. Who who so is it? I Tul- would PT with her. I would hula girl with her. You you'd invite her into your fucking hammock, into your bedroom? She's yeah, because they're, they're probably of... cool with that in Hawaii, like hanging yeah. a hammock off. A oh of yeah, fun. right. Yeah. She's probably good she's, with the fucking she's hammock. Master of hammock sex. Yeah, that's true, dude. She'll walk into your room and she won't judge your hammock. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, I've been here before. I know how to use this. That's fucking great, dude. And that's, uh, we're all about that Let shit. Let me show you how we did it in the war zone. Where? You think she took her hammock to the fucking, uh, to the Middle East? Yeah, probably. When she went to blow up, uh, Arabs? Of course. Yeah. Well, anyway. She was an officer. I don't think she saw any action like that. Oh, no? You're doubting a woman's courage? Yeah, right. What are you saying? I'm not saying that she wasn't there in the Middle East. I'm just saying she wasn't there on the front line. What are you saying? Women can blow up Arabs? Sure, they could, but I think she was like an intel. Like, I think that was her uh, MOS specialty. How do you know this? Probably look it up online somewhere. But <laughs> and where I'm just assuming facts? she's an intel officer. Yeah, show me your facts. Yeah, show me your facts. No, I'm going to have the young Jamie. Yeah, why don't you look? You should have been looking it up two minutes ago, man. You can't even get the fucking news thing right. You're going to try to... This guy wants to be young Jamie and look shit up. He's fucking... Can't even get the news right. It's terrible, man. Oh, and I looked up Kamala Harris instead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. I'd hit that. Yeah, you like Kamala oh, Harris. You'd, you'd, yeah, Willie, you'd Willie Brown that shit? We're going to fucking listen to Tupac. We're going to smoke some weed. Yeah, Damn. she's gonna leave her Timberlands on. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna bang you with her Timbals while you wear your fucking Doc Martens and shit. That's cool. You're gonna let Bernie Sanders like jerk off in the corner. That's a lovely. Sight. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> she was deployed <laughs> in college. All right, so she was deployed in Kuwait, and she's part of the medical. Unit. Yeah, Ali Asalin is not a deployment. They just call that a TDY. Oh. Damn! Look at you, bruh. Because you'll hear anybody from the military say the same thing. Yeah. Oh, this guy's our military guy. We don't have any military people. He's good enough. He lets us know. (laughs) He said he's good enough. Yeah. Hey, Klaus, you're good enough, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible, dude. How how are you going to tell someone that, man? Everybody's good enough. You're good enough. (laughs) This guy guy does have an intern at, at work who is a 
from the Navy. Oh, he's so fucking cool. Yeah, he's a black dude. We were talking about fucking MAGA in it up. He's so he voted. Cool. He voted for Trump and everything. Was he a West Coast sailor? Did he tell you? No, no. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll ask him. You want me to ask yeah, him? Uh, uh, yeah, ask him if he was Black Shoe or Brown Shoe Command. Ooh. Oh, shit. I know, yeah. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to look at me like, what the fuck? He's going to call <laughs> HR on you. Yeah, he's going to fucking report me and shit. Says, so bra- Black Shoe or Brown Shoe? Yeah, Command. Command. All right, cool. I'll ask him that. Write it down. But speaking of fucking, uh, you know, the Navy, I guess. And... Uh, <laughs> In Thailand, they got fucking uh, monkeys doing farm work. Have you guys heard about this? Based. Are the monkeys getting paid? (laughs) They must be, at least fucking emotionally. But I don't know. In bananas. One day they're going to emancipate those monkeys and their fucking crime rates are going to soar. Wow. The lush green coconut groves of southern Thailand stretched out as far as the eye can see. Under the canopy, Nirun is setting off to work with his monkeys. With a few words of encouragement, he sends them up the trunk to the fruit that hangs at the top of the tree. These monkeys have been trained. They recognize the color of a ripe fruit and leave the rest. Using their hands and feet, they spin the nuts to break the vine, and the coconut drops to the forest floor. They don't understand how we live as monkeys. They've never seen the farmers and monkeys living together. And we've had this bond for more than a hundred years. But PETA, the animal rights organization that wants the working monkeys banned, says it has strong evidence of abuse and that exported coconut products should come from human hand alone. There are alternatives that the big coconut growers are starting to employ. And this is one of the answers to monkey involvement in the coconut industry, which is to use a genetically modified dwarf coconut where the fruit is close to the ground and can be picked by hand. The problem with that is these trees take seven years to reach maturity. And for all of that time, the farmer has no income. But as consumers turn their backs on monkey plucked coconuts, man and monkey may have reached the end of the road. They're not just monkeys in cages. <laughs> Wait, wanna, did they I say... Label, I want to label on my food that said this is a monkey yeah. pit, you know, yeah. coconut. They said they are going to genetically modify the coconuts to make it easier for the monkeys <laughs> to pick them. No, well, the human monkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they want, they want to make a genetically modified uh, tree. But so. I know damn well he ain't going to be picking no cotton. <laughs> so... <laughs> What was that, You're Emma? Horrible. What are you saying, Emma? Who's picking cotton? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, bro, they want to make the fucking uh, coconuts reachable to humans because monkey labor is not okay. Uh-huh. Do you have an oh, issue? Do you have I an issue it. with that, uh, fucking y- Yakov? I I didn't understand. I thought they were making it closer to the ground so the little monkey hands could grasp the coconuts. But no, it's the stupidity <laughs> of man that's the downfall. Uh, I think there's probably no doubt that they're abusing these monkeys, to be Fuck honest. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, you think what? Sure. Like sexually Almost abusing certainly. them? You think, you think Hunter Biden was down there with the fucking monkeys? Smoking crackheads. <laughs> you don't want to give a monkey crack, dude. It it will rip your face off. It has the, the strength of ten monkeys. Dude, fucking... Uh, Every one monkey. They're alcoholics. They steal people's fucking alcohol drinks and shit on the islands. That's awesome. And they have like about the same uh, rate of alcoholism 
and like addiction to alcohol. And where are these facts? Listen, Keith. I know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. It's okay. It's oh hell truth. yeah! I know about monkeys and alcoholism in the monkey community, man. Okay. Well, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Sorry, Do we have a positive note? Does anyone have a positive note? I don't know what to talk about for a positive note. Uh yeah. I mean, I can leave you a little a little advice for your tierra de muertos and stuff like that. So you know, uh-huh. ideally that you put mole out, you buy pan de muerte, so it's the bread of the dead. So it's like shape. I personally think it looks like a vagina with a little baby. Oh hell yeah! At the Whoa. top. No, no, yeah, wow. So this yeah, is like so an abortion cool. bread. Why would it be a baby for the? T- it's a- I don't know. That's what it looks like. Like it's Wait like a, minute, a whole. Man. It's a whole thing. You have to no, see no, it. No, 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 no. It's fucking Mexican people, man. No, 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 no. That's no, me. No. That's me thinking that's how it looks like. But um, <laughs> even if you don't do any of that, leaving a candle out with some water, or like if you're remembering somebody, whatever favorite beer that they used to like, whatever favorite chips they used to like, leave that out with a white candle. Say a prayer for them on like November second. Um, Amazing. Yeah. We do. We do have a, a Day of the Dead altar at my house because my girlfriend's Mexican, and we have a pick. We have a bobblehead of Ruth Bader Ginsburg on it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! We're, we're, <laughs> we're on that level. I know. Yeah, uh, she just sits there proudly. It's, it's she's one, she's one of my favorite like people that said like we should exterminate black people. She's one of those like <laughs> she's at the top. <laughs> she's who's your second favorite? Uh, what's his name? He's he's a black Republican. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> how about Larry how, Elder? Maybe how about know. Margaret Sanger? You don't like her? Margaret, you know what? Margaret Sanger can be right below RGB. Right below Ginsburg. Yeah. So how well, Yakov, you got a positive note, man. Uh, I think all that, that candle stuff is devil worship. Uh, praise Jesus. Uh, they're, they're putting acid in your children's Halloween candy. And this razor blades, bullshit. too, dude. These yeah. motherfuckers been putting razor blades in the candy, bro. Exactly. For decades and shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Never eat the apples. Fuck. How about you, fucking Klaus? You got a positive note, man? Return to monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I Work agree. The coconut fields. That's good, yeah. Return to monkey, man. There's no business. It's no business of yours to be having these monkeys. Any meme that you post online that's return to monkey gets the most views. You know what? I actually have one of yours uh, saved on it, and it's actually the return to monkey one that you posted recently. Oh, we got several. I think we had one reached over twenty three thousand views. I think this week alone. Based. And that was a return to monkey based view. That's beautiful. That inspires me. Fucking so. Uh, let's see. Let's do the plugs. Let's run plugs, son. Where the fuck can we find find you, Yakov? Uh, I can be found at exodusamericanus.com. Look for Skinwalker Tapes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Skinwalker Tapes. Uh, teespring.com slash store slash Yakov hyphen alive. Buy my merch. It's fucking sweet. I promise. Check it out. <laughs> do you know how to spell any of your shit like the other dude? I can, dude. Believe me. I absolutely <laughs> could if you needed me, though. No, I don't need it. It's just it's so impressive. I'm always so impressed with these motherfuckers spelling shit over here, man. Anyway, fuck it. Emma, do you want to be found? Uh, yeah, they can find me on Instagram at mala underscore M, M-A-L-A underscore E-M. And you can find me there. How about you, Klaus? You can follow me at uh, 
Master Roshi's Turtle Hermit Boomer posting at Big Sippa Monster on Twitter. And you can follow me on Master Roshi's Gaming on Twitch TV. And fucking, uh, we also, <laughs> we also had that Dottie Spartans on, and you can fucking find her at Facebook, fucking Dottie that Spartans. And, uh, shit, you know, we, yes, we can, queen. Yes. <laughs> we cool. Is that so annoying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We can fucking be found on social media. All the shits, you know, fucking Facebook at almost positive Instagram, almost that positive that podcast, yeah. Twitter, at the underscore real almost i have not touched our twitter in weeks that's just oh, like yeah. fucking behind like four or five episodes and shit but we don't do nothing on twitter we actually gotta get our social media uh, game up where are the facts we it's just learn- bullshit it's just bullshit <laughs> we gotta learn from fucking uh the skinwalkers man yeah you guys are on top yeah, of you guys got your 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 social media is on point yeah. master roshi's on point and shit yeah, we gotta go. Well, I appreciate it. I am a fucking one-man marketing machine bull, these days. Okay, yeah, no, bullshit. I need to hire someone. There's not enough. Dude, the way he plugged himself was like a clean he's, ass. I know role. he's an expert, and I, I know he can't. That's like for months of practice. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and so, any streaming services: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Cast. Apparently, you could take my my shit got taken and put on some website I don't know about. But well, that's cool too. Fucking, and if that's too hard, hit us up at fucking almost positive dot online. And uh, really, you know, if you have a complaint, if you don't agree with what the nature of women is, if you want to speak your truth to power, if you want to tell fucking Yakov how fucking the Jersey Devil sucks because he looks like a deficient. And how Chupacabra is far, far more flavorful than the fucking Jersey Devil who looks like a fucking disabled spaghetti arm <laughs> fucking droopy eyed child. Uh, you could hit us up at 312 715 7587. And this is fucking. No thanks. How dare you. She's, she'll be here on uh, soon. The great tomorrow. debate. The great debate. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to get a bunch of fucking over opinionated people. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Less opinion to argue amongst each other. It's going to be progressive. Great. Oh my God. She's not the only one. But anyway, fucking, this is Sir Rollington for Van Rollington for fucking Yakov with no last name. Fuck yeah. Fucking Klaus Newhouse. Fuck yeah. Fucking Dottie Spartans. Fuck yeah. And Emma Von Rollington saying oh, keep amazing. an eye to the sky and near to the ground and st- what is it? Stay Oh damn! I haven't fucked it up in months. Stay fuck. vigilant. Be kind. Peace. Excuse me, I'm part West African. I can it. say nigger anytime I want. You are about to come face to face with the deadliest beast in creation. Those who survive will be honored members of the Order of the Straight Arrow. And those who don't will be dead. Oh, Wematanye, protect us on our hunt. All right, this here's your whoop-ass stick to beat the snipe back in case he comes at you. What does a snipe look like? It's got red glowing eyes, long crooked teeth, a claw and a tail with another claw on the end. (laughs) This year Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys are trick-or-treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace, took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. 
So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth He was going down, we figured But this wasn't no ordinary nigga He stood about six or seven feet Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep So we triple teamed on him Dropping them motherfucking bees on him The more I swung, the more blood flew Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too Then I felt just like a fiend Men do not fear swords They fear monsters They run from them By putting one village to the stake, I spared ten more Sometimes the world no longer needs a hero Sometimes what it needs is a monster And you believe you know what it is to be a monster To license it?